0: on this episode of the bust kill podcast
1: nah i think i'd rather go nah. base jumping in a volcano
0: yeah, like, hell yeah. <laughs>
1: you know what i'm saying like
0: i i would personally rather you go base <laughs> jumping into a volcano too so you're listening to the buzzkill kill podcast
1: 321. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. Where today we find out which format is more killer: hey, digital or analog. <laughs> in
0: playing for keepsies, like how I did that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, was that the wrong wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable.
0: That's the only one I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm D- D- Mickey. Digital. What else would it be? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm jim hi jim hey man how are you good i'm tired man oh i'm tired i might
1: fall asleep on tonight's show that's all right
0: here watch this here a little little liquid energy god
1: i wish i could have a shot right now Mm. can't do it gotta be up so early tomorrow i got so much to do not risking the potential wake up still feeling the booze
0: symptoms. Well, this is going down smooth. I know. What is it? Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Woodford's so good, too. It's Double Oaked. Alright, we'll see. Maybe at the end of the night, I'll take a nip before I drive. In case... (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see. (laughs) In case you don't know, Mike, Yes, that's two oaks. That's two oaks. It's doubled. Double oaked. What's one oak called? Single oak. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, oh.
1: (laughs) Uh but yeah, no, I'm exhausted, man. It's been long ass day at work. I got to I got to work at what is it, 6 a.m. this morning, worked until five. My 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 lovely fiance had the the it, it was a great idea. In audacity. Fairness. Had the had the audacity to suggest that we have a garage sale this weekend. <laughs> Uh she suggested that 3 days ago. So it's been Oh fun. Yeah, so it's just been uh a mad dash for the last 3 days to get everything together, then you got to price everything out, but then you can't price things out without like actually taking the time to look stuff up. So we've been up super late every night this week, not getting much sleep. Didn't eat anything today. Came home with a fucking migraine. Like it's just been a day. It's just been a day. Real bitch over here.
0: This is all a huge yeah. bummer. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah,
1: wow. Yeah. Just I just have the, I've had no time for anything, man. Well, but shockingly, what? I didn't have to finish a movie when I got here tonight. So that's a win.
0: Did you finish it on the drive over? I did not.
1: <laughs> I did not. Are you sure? Yes, I don't do dangerous things like that, James.
0: Luckily, <laughs> uh this is like the first time in t- what, 3 weeks that the movies weren't 2 hours plus. I know, right? How right? nice is that? It was really nice. Right? One of them actually if you if you uh, don't watch the freestyle credits. Yeah. The credit freestyle roll. It's only six, like 67 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, not too bad. Because
1: <laughs> long movies are a bummer. I don't like them when I'm trying
0: to cummer. Get a hummer. Get,
1: get a hummer. <laughs> uh, see, I just messed it
0: up. You suck at this. I know. Um, um Yeah, man. Well, hey, yeah. my, my kids are officially on summer break. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How nice is that? It's a bittersweet kind of thing, you yeah. know? No more like, free time? <laughs> it's like, what do, what do I do now, you know? You'd be a dad. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> You're like, I don't I've, like that. I've been being a dad for almost 13, well, 12 years now. Almost oh. 12 years now, oh. so it's like...
1: All the fathers in the world are crying you a
0: river right now. <laughs> Look at this. This is me playing the tiniest violin in the world. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I... I want to be like the I want to be the dad who like gets my kids out doing stuff this summer.
1: You don't get out and do stuff though.
0: That's my th- that's the thi- that's the thing is like I want to get them out sports. doing stuff but sign I don't get out doing sign stuff. Sign them
1: up for sports because then it's everybody else's responsibility to make plans for your kids. You just have to show
0: up. Oh.
1: See? And See then how I, that works? And then
0: I do like my dad used to do and I take alcohol. Exactly hidden in a in a container in an inconspicuous container
1: you just you hide it and you get you get Aaron in one of those purse bags or you fill it with like wine and then all the other parents can like look at you all weird while you're just sucking on the corner of your <laughs> wife's purse for some reason like in the bleachers
0: or just get a camelback and just say like i love i fuck i love hydrating dude like i fucking love it and it's just vodka it's <laughs> straight vodka <laughs> no it's uh, cool i'm excited until they
1: sucker you into coaching well, I guess you could do all those things, and you're still coaching Little League, right? It's just fucking Little League.
0: Oh, I... <laughs> yeah, my my dad's... I It's like a Bad News Bears scenario. My Little League team, the Astros, by the way, we were awesome. Uh, My Little League team was coached by one of my dad's best friends. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I know their habits. I'm almost certain that they, they weren't always entirely sober. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, dealing, like, with, dealing with a bunch of kids like that, can you blame them? It's always been one. Of, it, that's always been one of my dreams, like to to coach a little league team or something. Really? Yeah. Okay. So doesn't that sound what, fun to you? I mean, a, you're not a sports guy. So what it's, kind
1: of a little league team? Ooh, little league javelin throwing. That's that. And but and if you do that drunk, that could have great dissol, uh, results. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, uh, we go axe throwing. Okay. And you mix that with beer. Yeah. So why not throwing javelins little at, at league, kids?
1: Little League action. Oh, not
0: at kids. You're not supposed to throw them at the kids. Well, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends on how the season is shaping up. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't win this one, you're standing at that end of the fucking field.
1: If you can dodge a javelin, you can <laughs> dodge. That doesn't make sense. <laughs>
0: No, I'm excited for summer though. Yeah. There's we got a lot going on, dude. I'm I mean, I'm aside excited. from just like the kids being off, we've got camping trips coming up. Uh, we got bachelor parties. I need we got to, fucking I need to
1: enjoy my summer through you. Through me? Yeah, like like vicariously okay. through you. Because I just I just don't think I have a feeling the summer <clears> is going <throat> to happen. The wedding is gonna happen, and then it's gonna be winter. And I'm like, I I just feel like this, this, it's like the greatest year, right? Like when you're, when you're planning for this, it's like the greatest thing. Yeah. But then when you look back at that year, it's like, I I don't want to say that it's a wasted year, but Mm -hmm. you've literally done nothing but one thing.
0: Oh bro. You're not, you're not, you're not ready to have kids. (laughs) You're not like, if you think, if you think that I, if you think that like the year leading up to your wedding is is erased in your mind.
1: You said that you only spent like three months planning yours. So it wasn't even a full year.
0: We were we were engaged for a year and a half. We started our planning. We, you know, quote unquote, started our planning shortly after we got engaged. But sure. then but then we just kind of like, we were just like, I don't know. We'll eh, do, who cares? This is a problem for future Jim and Aaron to take care of. And so we're like six months out and we're like, shit, we should probably start planning our wedding. And then we were three months out and we're like, e- it's time. It's yep. time.
1: Yeah. It's like all we have is a date.
0: <laughs> yeah. We had a date and... You had to have meet. had the venue at that point. Mm, we got the venue like not long before. Really? Yeah. Ugh, yikes. Yeah. We just we do our best work at the last minute. That's so. fair. That's fair. I think you'll be fine. No, no, no. You'll be fine. No, you guys no, we'll actually have you guys actually have most of most of it done, don't you? Yeah. Well, most. Yeah, most of it. So most so, of it's paid off already too, which is crazy. Yeah. So now you can just... well well no, well. Paid off yeah. as far as yeah. cre- you know, credit gets you debt. <laughs> but-
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when when paid off
0: and deep in debt are synonymous. Yeah, yeah cool. You know,
1: Life crippling debt, fine, <laughs> totally fine.
0: Isn't that fi- that's fucked? Like one of these gener- like some generation has to learn this lesson, right? Like it's don't have the big party. Like well, don't don't start don't think, start uh, your journey in marriage with crippling debt
1: i think what it is i think what it is is like we as a as a society you know (laughs) we we live in a society but we put value on things for better or for worse but we put value on things like the big wedding i i completely understand why i I want the big wedding too i I do too because i had a big wedding i get it right like i wanted it so I think it's one of those things where it's like if if you if you happen to be two people that just don't want that, then great. Yeah. You go and you do the small thing. Yeah. But if you're two people that want it, you're not going to not do it.
0: Oh, of course. It's just a
1: it's a fact of life. You're going to get into cripple, crippling debt, <laughs> and, just, and that's all. one of those. To
0: it. It's one of those things where you do it, and then you look back on it, and you're like. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I don't. I I don't even know if I had fun at my own wedding <laughs> well, because like, well, because I was too worried about if everybody else was having a good time. Well, we're like, which is kind of the point.
1: We're like, we're like, we're looking at like we're planning our honeymoon right now too, and we're getting like quotes for all the stuff we want to do, and we're looking at this, and we're just like, so we could either. Do the honeymoon, or we can put all that money towards a house. (laughs) Nah, I think I'd rather go base jumping in a volcano.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I I would personally (laughs) rather you go base jumping into a volcano too. So it's it's a win-win sort of thing.
1: (laughs) But uh, anyway, though, that's that's life. It's uh, it's got it's got me tuckered out right now, but I will survive, like that cake song. I will survive.
0: Don't tell me that's a cover. It's not cake. I like that cake song. <laughs> it's a cake song. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that are horrible and shouldn't be, I don't know, what? Oh, little league. Got oh, yeah. little league, yeah. <laughs> um, let's get into some corrections from last week.
2: You're so
0: stupid. All right, so I'm going to
1: blame Jen for the fact that we have a million corrections from last week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm totally blaming Jen.
0: I actually I listened to her the... On the show for one time and she fucks the whole thing up. I listened to the episode and I mm-hmm. I didn't catch all the corrections you're talking okay. about. Okay. So, go I for got it.
1: A, I got a whole list here. Okay. Okay.
0: Maybe not a whole list, but it's a list.
1: Uh, you were disappointed that I couldn't figure this out last week, so I actually put the old thinker cap on okay. and figured it out. The Scream movies take place as the same in the same universe as Wes Craven's New Nightmare, okay? The real world. You're right. Whereas Nightmare on Elm Street takes place in the same universe as the Stab, Stab movies, right on. Yeah, that that's how sense. that works out. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Radio Silence did not make Jigsaw. Uh, the Spearig brothers made Jigsaw. Uh, I knew it was a duo, had the wrong duo. Uh, Radio Silence, though, made uh, Ready or Not with Samara weaving and uh, (laughs) segments in the VHS series and Southbound. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Apparently, you can be 30 and be an FBI agent, so fuck me. On thinking that that whole Kirby thing was backwards. Absolutely, fuck uh, you. yeah. According to the Google machine, you must be at least 23 years old at the time of your appointment. You can also be younger than 37 unless you qualify for an age waiver, or must be uh, must be younger than 37 unless you qualify for an age waiver available to veterans. So you can only be an FBI agent, apparently. Yeah. If between the ages of 23 and 37. Okay. To at least get, like, appointed to it. All right, so Which we'll... is weird to me because I, there's older wait, FBI Wait, Yeah, you can be in so the FBI. So I don't FBI... get how that works.
0: So, wait. Yeah. Hold on. Say that, say and that this again. Is from, and this is from FBI.gov. Okay, that's the real deal. Yeah, you so must t-
1: be at least twenty three years old at the time of your appointment. Okay, you must also be younger than thirty seven, unless you qualify for an age waiver available to veterans. See our qualification requirements webpage for more information on what it takes to become a special agent.
0: So you're telling me right now that I can't, I can't become an FBI you're, agent. You're old as dirt, dude. That's bullshit, dude. That's bullshit. Well, that's bullshit because I was planning on it. Well. We both know that special um, agents
1: need to have skills like flying a plane. You know you what? Clearly, I- seem to think planes only need one wing. <laughs>
0: not me, my tattoo <laughs> artist, dude.
1: That will never not be funny. By the <laughs> way, <laughs> the
0: the other thing that's bullshit is so so they have age limits for. You know what I'm getting at? We gotta we gotta stop making old people the president. Oh fuck yeah yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: get get rid of them all.
0: Whether, I'm not just talking about Joe I'm talking about Joe I'm talking about Don I'm talking about I'm like, I, don't, I, Bernie, I don't I
1: don't yeah, I like I
0: love Bernie. I'm talking about I, Bernie I wouldn't want Bernie to run no. right now either I'm talking about what's what's the what what the I don't know how old Hillary or Adam Clinton is but she's old enough she to, might still, to not to not be considered or, or if let's you're, just or
1: or what if you are if you're if you're if your first term is going to be within that age bracket, fine yeah but if your term is going to if your term is going to be over the age limit by more than like a year and a half then you can't then you cannot run a second
0: term. i think you should be able to run until you're 70 so you're you're like if you're if you turn no,
1: I, well yeah i don't know, I don't sev- know where
0: the 70s age... 70s still pretty spry for most people sure right Sure, I think you should be you. You. you, there's been, a, you can, I feel like you. You have a little to be older than seventy. Mm, no. maybe, maybe like seventy-three. No, no, no like because no, because what if you win twice? No, you're, then you're almost saying. eighty by the time you get out of the White House. No,
1: but that's what I'm saying. There, there should be a cutoff. If you're going to be, if the cutoff age is like eighty, right? Yeah, the cutoff age is eighty. Yeah, then if 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 the last like year and a half of your term is mm-hmm. when you're eighty, fine, it's a year and a half. But if it's anything before that, right? If it's anywhere in the first three and a half or two and a half years of your term,
0: that's too. complicated. that's too complicated. Yeah. That's too complicated. Let's just say thirty five to seventy.
1: Okay, fine. Then you can that's, run, but you, you only had, get one that's, term. That's wh-
0: done. What? You're,
1: then you can run, but you're only eligible for one term if the second term is going to interfere with the age, with the age requirement. No,
0: you're overcomplicating Why? things. How's that you have to be 35 or you have to be 70 is the limit. You can run when you're 70, and that way you're out of the White House. Even if you win twice, you're out of the White House by the time you're 80. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what that's I mean? Fair. That's, that's how it so should you can be. Only,
1: so you can only run after 70 if you're already the sitting president. Mm-hmm. But after 70...
0: right? Yeah, if you're the incumbent, you can re- if you've already if you've already been in the White House for four years, you That's can how run Clinton again. If got you're in
1: trouble, <laughs> <laughs> no, i get what you're saying there should be there should be an age limit. There though. should be. I it's agree. ridiculous.
0: I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Is it? I'm age- sick of these goddamn old white men. Is it ageist of me? James, to, is it ageist of me to say this? No. Yes. No, I uh, I don't think it's ageist. No, there listen, there are people who would call me ageist, and that's fine. I will accept that title. I am an ageist. There are things that is you Is it sh-
1: sexist to say women are not as strong as men?
0: <laughs>
1: Generally? I'm doing this wrong, aren't I? I'm yeah. doing this wrong.
0: <laughs> no, is it is kidding, it? Kidding, like kidding, would I be kidding. considered ageist in some circles? Of course. And I will I will I will carry that title with honor because yes you should you 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 need to you need to fucking put your foot down when it comes to some of this stuff how do we get on this conversation i don't know we
1: were talking about something i don't know i don't know
0: anyway though it's um, fun though i like talking about it quisha fucking old people right speaking of old people and quisha. also if you're, quisha, gonna be, if you're gonna be stinking up the fucking white house with your old people smelling fucking werther's originals sitting in every fucking candy dish that you see inside the place Listen. Not that I'm complaining, I like Werther's originals, but it's there should, like there should but it's be. Like, I feel like the White House should should have an air of youth. Like you should have, at the very most, you should have those little things that are wrapped like that look like strawberries. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Candies, the yeah. hard candies oh, that great, look like yeah. strawberries and Rolos. Once you once you start getting and Werthers, <laughs> once you start getting the compulsion to replace the <laughs> strawberry hard candies with Werthers, you're out, dude. Oh, I love Werthers though. I love where there's two. I love where there's <laughs> but those belong in your grandparents' house. Those don't belong in the White House. That's fine. They belong in the bottom of your grandparents' purse. <laughs> That's where they belong. Exactly. The purse mints, you know? The, oh Dude, yeah, it's great, great! Werther's are so good. <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, uh, that, was a, of, that was a weird s- tangent. S- Go for it. of
1: old people, Quisha, yeah. 35 years old this year. Fucking not 40, 35, still spry.
0: Such a legend, still too. Still young. Absolute legend.
1: Uh, let's see here. The character in the Ninja Turtles trailer that we thought was Baxter Stockman is not Baxter Stockman, okay. or that you thought, rather. It's a new character, I believe, called Superfly. And, it is vo- and he is voiced by ice cube which makes it funny because i think the song he was singing was an ice cube song Okay, <laughs>
0: wake up in the morning and sing like or whatever, whatever. Yeah. is that nice cube song i have no idea
1: i hope that it is because that's just meta as he's funk. wait
0: he's voiced by ice cube yeah okay
1: and then but but baxter stockman is in the movie and he is voiced by uh giancarlo Esp- esposito
0: Giancarlo Jean, S- is,
1: is it Giancarlo is say it? Probably is it Giancarlo Espino? No. G-I-A-N Carlo.
0: G-I-A-N? Giancarlo. Probably Jean. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's one word. Yeah. Yeah, Giancarlo. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: and he's from Breaking Bad. Ho- you, you know who he is. He's he's a wildly famous actor.
0: That's a... like more recently in the last
1: like ten years or so, he pops up everywhere. That's such a very sexy name, Giancar- Gian, Giancarlo. Esposito. Gian, Giancarlo Esposito. Fuck, that's sexy. I know, right? God. Did do you recognize him? Though did
0: you just look him up? I just looked him up. Yeah, like you I know do. who he is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I haven't seen Breaking Bad, um, but I recognize him from other things. Yeah, the the
1: choice, the choice in voices in that Ninja Turtles movie is fantastic. Uh, John Cena is Rocksteady. <laughs> Seth Seth Rogen is Bebop. Like what a, what a duo. That's good. <laughs> um, I, can't,
0: I can't do the Seth Rogen la- laugh. Oh, I can't do it. Can <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then Everwood the show Everwood I said that it sounded like a CW show yeah. oh no go even further back baby it's a WB show oh wow yeah. that's how old it was
0: hello my baby hello, hello my, my darling. darling
1: hello the time is right <laughs> God, the dancing frog, love it. Uh, Buffy and Angel, baby. What was his name? He had a name. Uh, Michelin J Frog. No, something J
0: Frog. Wow, that was nice, dude. Michelin J Frog. I think so. The Michelin J Frog. <laughs> you pulled that out fast. Like dude. I wasn't expecting. Dude, hold on. Let me look. Dude, this up. I got.
1: I got the knowledge. It's gonna
0: get me through life. Michelin J. Is it? Is it? Uh, is it? No. No. It's some. Oh, uh. Mi- oh it's. What? What is it? S- so stupid, dude! How did we not know this? It's Michigan J Frog. What's, no. Yes, it is. No. Yep. No. Bullshit. It is it. Michigan J Frog. No. I'm looking at the fucking it's Wikipedia right now.
1: Frog. Name. Michigan J
0: Frog is an animated oh, cartoon character Lord. from the Warner Brothers Mary Melodies film series. Oh,
1: well, there you go. I was close, though. I was fucking close.
0: No, i I understand that, but yeah. like the fact that it's Michigan, Michigan. and neither yeah, one of us knew that—that's that. stupid. Okay. Yep. Um. Anyway, he shows
1: up. What movie does he show up in? Come on. Michigan J Frog. Yeah. Come on. Um, the live action version of Michigan J Frog. Come on.
0: Oh well, it's not actually Michigan J Frog. It's. Uh, are you talking about Spaceballs? Yeah, baby. It's the fun. <laughs> the little, the little belly alien. It's not. I mean it's supposed the, to be he sings it's, the song. Yeah. It's
1: supposed to be. Puts top hat on, he's got the cane. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, James. Uh that is all the corrections that I have. What all do right. you have?
0: Uh I don't really yeah, have nothing. anything. No. I, I uh I looked up a couple things that I thought were I should I say it? I thought I thought Jen I shamefully, I thought Jen might have been wrong oh, about
1: you're never gonna live this down. I'm not
0: going to live this down. But I'm gonna say it anyway because I feel like we need to I feel like we need to kind of put our cards out on the table on this show, right? Okay. We're real hu- we're it's real it's illegal in some states but okay. <laughs> we're real human beings and sometimes we make mistakes and sometimes that mistake is doubting Roommate Jen, Mama Jen. I didn't think that sh- that uh Casey pulled off the mask of Ghostface in the first ghost uh in the first scream movie.
1: Oh, I knew she did. I believed Jen the entire time.
0: Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. I, I I never doubted her. Oh, really? Never doubted her. Really? Nope. Because when you heard me listening to the opening scene of Scream, I was just trying to stroke you really Half an hour. i was trying to make you. Feel half an hour, an hour ago, and that's you all, go, "What are you watching?" And I said the opening scene of Scream, and you go, "Are you looking to see if he pull, if she pulls the mask off the of Ghostface?" I, I, I don't know what
1: you're talking about. Go fuck yourself, I, I because what you what thought the exact about. same.
0: Nope. nope. Both nope. of us doubted Mama Jen. Didn't didn't no no. Turns such out thing. Mama Jen is right, and Casey does pull off the. The mask of Ghostface. No such thing. So. All right. (sighs) I hate you. Okay. Um, So those
1: are things that happened last week, James. What are we doing this week?
0: This week, Michael.
1: What treats lie in store for us? Both on our tongues and in our eyeballs. Such delights. Delights. Such Turkish delights. You ever had Turkish delight? I never had a Turkish delight. I I don't even. I fucked a Turkish guy once. (laughs)
0: And that was a delight. It wasn't much of a delight. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I will fuck you now.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry.
0: I fucked a turkey. Oh. Two very different things. Turkey Tom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Turkeys are a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, James, they are. <laughs> I meant, Congratulations. I meant wild I meant wild like trippy. Like they actually do if if you they they act like dogs. If okay. you have them, if you have them for pets, yeah, like you. Who can, the
1: fuck has a turkey for a pet? My
0: cousin's uncle, uh, Paul had one. This is why I kill. This is why I kill what? Hmm? This is why I kill what? My cousin's uncle Paul had a turkey that they found. The, this turkey was abandoned, in the, abandoned in the woods. Did they name it Tom? It was Turkey Tom. <laughs> um, oh, wait, you already said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this thing, it grew up, it was huge, it was massive because they just fattened it right up. It would it would have made really good eating, but they never ate it because it was a family pet. And it would and it stayed in a in a like fenced in area by their garage, but they would open the, the door every day and just let it kind of wander around the property. And then every night it would go back into the garage because they didn't want the wild there's wild dogs up in Bad X and they didn't want the wild dogs getting at Turkey Tom. And you'd call this fucking thing, call him over, Tom, <laughs> <laughs> he'd come over, and he'd make his little noises, <laughs> and you, you he would let you pet his head, his head felt like an 80-year-old man's scrotum. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, it and he had the little, the waddle, you know, coming oh, yeah. down, and he would just, he would let you- it Also was a, felt like an
1: 80-year-old scrotum. <laughs>
0: It was it was one of the cutest little animals ever though. Like you I turkeys really are sort of ugly but like no, sure. But they but he would act like a, a dog. Like he would okay. come up and and if you were just standing there, he would just sort of like drag his body across your legs the way a dog would. It That's was weird. one of the coolest things. That's weird. Um I'm not stalling. I sort of am because I wanted to find a write up for this the beer for this week? I don't
1: think... uh, Does it exist?
0: Uh, There's like beer advocate write-offs, but that's just some asshole talking about what he thinks the beer is all about.
1: What is the company here? Uh, Uh, So this is from
0: Front Porch Brewing, which is new to the show. I don't think we've ever done a Front Porch Brewing on the show before, have we? not? Have we we not? Okay. Oh my God. Do you know who that is on the front?
1: Who is that on the front? (gasps) No.
0: You (gasps) don't? Huh? That's uh, it's
1: powdered toast man.
0: It's powdered toast it's man. It's fucking powdered toast
1: man. <laughs> Holy shit. is that intentional?
0: When I saw it earlier, I like, was I like, wonder, Oh, that guy's creepy. I wonder if they
1: just used the likeness because it's not a because it's not like a cinema it's not a toast head. It's a it's a
0: no, but it's his face. It's his face for sure. I mean, it's a co- the head is made out of a cookie.
1: I don't think it's made out of anything,
0: it's just a head. It's supposed to be. No, it's got a butt chin. Now why is it okay? So it's got a
1: butt chin and everything else It's not a cookie.
0: That's powdered toast, man.
1: I think you're right.
0: <laughs> um. So this is from Front Porch Brewing. This is a little confusing because it's called Neil's Donuts. Yeah. And without the voice crack. Yeah. Um. Neil's Donuts, but um. Uh-oh. But it's powdered toast, man, dressed like a Girl Scout, holding up a Samoa. Yep. Yep. The cookie, not the person. <laughs> not, not, not the people. <laughs> not, not the, the people. people. Um. This is... Oh, boy. It's a imperial stout brewed with donuts, cacao, cacao nibs, caramel, and coconut. Sounds yep, really good. Yep. It's also a 10% alcohol um, by volume.
1: The other one that I did have in my hand yeah. was a 13%, and I put that one back. What was that? I forget what it was. wasn't wasn't as good of a callback, though. And the reason that this fits the movies is one of the movies uh, has a scene involving... Girl. A serial killer and two girl scouts, and both James and I had puckered butts while watching this scene
0: so we'll
1: yeah. we'll we'll explain that later, but it's uh the, it, the, it, it, the whole it weirdly butt. fits
0: the whole butt, not just the butthole
1: This was a really hard episode to pair a beer up with, honestly because there was nothing that really Made it really worked.
0: This actually, I mean, visually, this works.
1: Sure, <laughs> aside
0: from the fact that it's powdered <laughs> toast, ma'am, but it's a Girl Scout. It is a Girl Scout, there's Ooh, no doubting what that. Is that smell that is, Ooh. if I had to guess, I would say it's the coconut, um, donuts, cacao nibs. <laughs> oh, no,
1: thanks, James, <laughs>
0: <laughs> caramel, you're a real, and coconuts. I actually think it's the caramel.
1: Think so?
0: Yeah, I think it's the caramel. To okay, that's what I. I'm gonna. I got beer in my glass still, so all right. That is, uh, so you've seen wow, that is black as night. That is that is black as that is black as the night, and it's also got a lot of sediment in it. Oh, does it? How old is this? It's new. All right, it's new.
1: A lot of stouts have sediment though.
0: I trust you. Yeah, cheers, bud. Cheers. Oh,
1: it's good. It tastes like mm, wow. Ooh, what is that? That tastes like something else. Um, it's so. Uh, it's very thick. It's very milkshakey. It's so actually. smooth though. It is. Like, it is. It's like it's like when you uh, when you make a smoothie in your blender and you let the blender run for like fifteen long. minutes and it's just yeah. like that silky smooth. Yeah. That, that's what it. Yeah. Thank you for knowing what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> well, so Erin got a. Uh, uh, we went to Dairy Maid tonight and she got a fruit freeze which is like a God, what what it's not a smoothie it's like a i don't know it's, that it's, reminds it's, it's me like of something it's like the same kind of texture as this though
1: this reminds me of another beer though and i cannot place it to save my life is it one of the bourbon counties
0: i mean it, it's so all 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 imperial stouts kind of have the same flavor it, profile it, to it me it tastes
1: like an imperial it's stout. just
0: that some of them taste better than others sure it, this it, one tastes really good this one's very good yeah very very um, good but yeah i would so like uh, i don't know like when you're when you're drinking an imperial stout to me i don't know maybe i have a garbage palate like you they all kind of they all kind of have no they a, do they run together a somewhat similar they do they uh, do taste profile but, a little
1: bit of a bitterness on the back end a little bit mm-hmm. like it kind of Mm-hmm. Not bad though. It's weird. It's not. Like, it's not a bad bitterness. It's just like a just a little bit makes you know it's there. Do me a favor. it like, t- just kind of tickles your balls a little bit. You know. Do me a favor because I yeah.
0: know that we don't like most of the most of the beers that we drink aren't like that complex. So take a sip and actually like swish it around a little bit. Okay. Moves move like move some air through your through your okay. mouth a okay. little bit. Do like a little like a little suck. Give it a little suck. And now swish it a little bit. And now enjoy. It's got a lot of different flavors.
1: Not to sound like the the, the douchiest dick bag on the just, face of just, the earth. Just do it. But that really does help. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate sommeliers and their, their, their bullshit made-up jobs of just telling you what you want to hear. <laughs> but there is some technique that does change the flavor a little bit. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. It does... It does... To me, that kind of does... That's the equivalent of putting just a little bit of ice in a glass of bourbon. Yeah, and it just opens up the flavor a little bit more. Yeah, that's like the the, the beer equivalent.
0: Fucking Brian sent me something. Uh, and it was a comedy video, but it was all, it was a guy reacting to a, a serious video, and this guy was telling you the the proper way to taste whiskey, mm-hmm. and his his way was pour some in the glass, swish it around, and then throw that out. <laughs> And then he's like, because that, that gets rid of, like, anything that might have been in the glass that might have, uh, sure, sure. you know, like, des- destroyed the flavor or affected yeah. the flavor you're, of the you're, whiskey. You're essentially washing the glass with whiskey. Right. And then he puts more whiskey in the glass after he already wasted that whiskey. And then he's, like, getting his nose in there, getting both nostrils he's in. He's doing it with, with fucking Pappy. He's just <laughs> pouring it <laughs> in, throw it away. Like, and he's, like, really getting in there and stuff. And then he says, and then take a cold pitcher of water and he says, make sure that, you know, like if you're at a bar, make sure you put your finger in it first to make sure that the bartender didn't run it under a a hot faucet because hot water will destroy it. And he says, what you want to do is dilute the whiskey until it's around 30% alcohol by volume. So if you have like a, if you have like a hundred proof, 120 proof whiskey, which would be... See, that to me So though, 120 so, that would be like a 60% alcohol so, by volume. You want to dilute it until it's 30%? So that to that me That seems a little extreme to me. Yeah, like that, I've heard of putting in a few drops of water.
1: That to me um, and it's funny we can talk about this cuz we always talk about how we're a, a beer and horror movie podcast, but we rarely actually have beer discussions. Um you, whiskey. beer and whiskey though. Yep. Um no. Even though that, we drink whiskey every week. That to me is more on the side of taste preference. Right, because some people like a stronger liquor, mm. and that and that has its own taste unto itself. Right. So I I, mm-hmm. I think that it really comes down. I don't know that I would say that there's a proper way. I think there's parameters. I think that there is something that is too <clears> too diluted, and then sometimes there's something that's too strong because literally it burns your taste buds yeah. and you can't taste it properly. Yeah. Pappy, for example, to me is that I I feel like pappy is. Just, it's, it's fire water to me. Like, you, I, you've
2: had Paxson? We had it at uh,
1: John, John Chris's bachelor party. Remember John brought a bottle? You were there. Oh. John brought a bottle. We all had some. And I remember it being fire water. And I've also had some at fucking Brian's in the last probably year or so, I'd say.
0: That was. Um,
1: uh, my point, though, my point, though, is uh, Peppy Van Winkle.
0: Yeah, that, um, that but, was, uh, that was like the, that was like the, the $200 the bottle. John's though. wasn't. John's wasn't. How much was it? John's was the real deal. Like I've had the I've had the like twenty five hundred dollar one. Yeah, over at Aaron's uncle's yeah. house. Yeah, that, that's
1: literally what John had. Where would John get that? I, he got it from somewhere. I don't know. It was like a half bottle that he had. Oh, how do you not remember this? I just don't. Well, regardless, it was probably like fire, because we were drinking. <laughs> it was like fire water to me. I couldn't even pick up taste out of it. Oh, it was it was so hot to me. But but that like that's just the thing though. Coming I mean in- not. I think that if if you're if you're looking to enjoy it, you figure out what dilution well, is yeah. your is your preferential delusion for that liquor. Yeah, that's all. I, yeah. I think for anyone to say that this is right or this is wrong, I think is full shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, it's like it's like saying Budweiser is better than Coors is better than Miller is better than whatever. It's all fucking opinion. It's like it's just whatever your taste is. It's like that's except it, for Miller because Miller sucks with utility. <laughs> Yes, that MGD I will agree is with. is the worst beer on the face of the earth. Oh,
0: dude. <laughs> Just the worst. Like, the the worst uh, memories of MGD. Yeah. Because yeah. I had two buddies in high school who thought that that's... And they, they they literally said, they're like, you know when Homer Simpson's drinking a big mug of beer with the foam on top? They said, this is what we imagine that beer tastes like. Duff. Duff yeah. beer. And I'm like... You guys are fucking idiots, man. Because <laughs> MGT <laughs> tastes like shit. Yeah, awesome. um, that's one of those beer. Like I can handle any beer nowadays. Sure. There's the there's problem. only ever been like two beers that I ever came across where it took me, took me out. One was Bigfoot Stick, but now we love that. Now we love it. And that's actually more of a, a barley wine. And the
1: other one, the dill pickled beer. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, three beers. <laughs> no, the other one was that farmhand stuff. I just... oh, you need to rehab that.
1: We we, we gotta figure out a reason to rehab. I've had it. Rehab it.
0: I've had it since. You I haven't. had it on tap once and it was good, but out of the can you should at have it your re- house you should that one time. You should
1: rehab it in the can. It's it's possible you had a bad experience. I'm all
0: but... about. I'm all about rehabbing anything in the can. Yeah, I'll give so. you a
1: farm handy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James, let's move all on. All right. Here. <laughs> uh, so
0: anyway, that's what we're drinking. Oh. We didn't say what we we're talking about. Yeah, we did.
1: Oh, no, we didn't. No, we
0: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you made it. Let's rewind real quick. We, this week, we watched the Poughkeepsie tapes. And finally. That's why we're playing for Keepsies. Finally. Yeah. Uh, or playing for Keepsies, rather. Um And Dash Cam. Dash Cam from 2021, 2022. 21. Yep. It was a COVID movie. It was a COVID it movie. It was a COVID movie. Sure I, was. I love how um, there's
1: like a whole genre of movie now that is based
0: around. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Um, yeah, so those are the movies that we watched for this week. So, of course, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Now, let's take a quick break and then get into some trailer trashed, baby. <laughs>
1: All right, James, I cut this week's trailer trash down from seven trailers to three. Oh, my God. I realized that we didn't need to watch a lot of these really looking shitty ones, so <laughs> I'm like, maybe we can do an extra bonus episode. Wouldn't have been more of it. All right. So here's what we get. Uh, first up is, uh, you, okay, I'm going to save 100% sex for last.
0: Yeah. 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 going to save that one for last. We it's always a- got to end it on that's a bang. A, that's a good one.
1: Uh, okay. Do you want Frankenstein or Japanese?
0: We'll start with Frank.
1: All right, Frank. Yep. Willem Dafoe as Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. I made, yes, please. I made the right choice. This is the new movie from Yorgos Laf- uh, Lanthimos. I can never say his last name. Yorgos Lanthimos. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is star. it's called Poor Things. It is starring Willem Dafoe as Frankenstein.
0: Uh, Emma Stone. Frankenstein's monster, right?
1: Yes, technically. Yeah. Uh, Emma Stone. <clears throat> Uh, Rami Youssef uh, Christopher Abbott Mark Ruffalo this movie is coming out September 8th of this year uh, this is called Poor Things as always these trailers are on YouTube go watch them come back to us <laughs> come back to us back. And, uh, and then we'll talk some, some stuff alright here we go Poor Things talk some shit this is Bella
2: bye, bye. Ah.
1: Bella this is Mr. McCandles Oh. So not quite horror. I don't not, know. Not I don't quite know horror.
0: I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. No,
1: no. This is so this is from the same guy that did that movie The Lobster, which yeah. is another one of those art housey kind of movies. I, I had not watched this beforehand, and I kind of half expected that, but I wasn't sure. But it's yeah. Frankenstein, right? Yeah. God, how can you go wrong? Uh interesting take uh emma stone it, even at her worst as a babe I, I don't i it's you know
0: i wouldn't even call that her worst i don't know what well, her, i don't know what her worst is but it's not that okay
1: that's fair <laughs> that's 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 totally fair um
0: <laughs> that yeah. looks bizarre and kind of
1: it's like half kind of nice <laughs> it's it's half wes anderson yeah half something else yeah i don't know it's weird yeah um it's it's
0: um yeah a, i'll a watch
1: drama d maybe I, I don't. i don't even know how to describe what we just saw it's black and white that's how we can describe it well it's not all black <laughs> but and it's and not white, black though. and white It's not, god damn it <laughs>
0: it's it's actually not at all black and white uh, some scenes were some um scenes were.
1: Yeah, yeah i don't know i, I don't know it just looked, watch that one for yourself and come to your own conclusions it just, It's just uh it looks, that's interesting it
0: looks bizarre it's like it yeah it's like uh it's like a it's like a Wes Anderson, Tim Burton fever dream. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that's a good way. That's a, like that's they, a good way of putting it's it. It's like they fucked and made a weird-looking, sewn-together sewn baby. Oh,
1: God, can you imagine? That was it?
0: eloquent, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's <laughs> it. All right, moving on to the other side of the
1: world here for the new Takashi Miike movie. You know, Takashi Miike makes... Pretty fucking
0: crazy, weird movies. Oh, it's um, no Takashi six nine. No it's maybe. no, it's it's no Takashi six <laughs> nine.
1: Um, so this is called Lumberjack the Monster. Oh. Something tells me there is a uh, translation <laughs> there that could be better. But Lumberjack the Monster is what it's called, and this is what happens when you put a serial killer up against a psychopath. Okay, interesting, right? So uh, here you go for
0: Lumberjack Zamanster. Wait, so this isn't gonna be about Paul Bunyan? Damn it.
2: That's good. Tanova! Ninomiya Akira, Shokugyo, Bengush. Kai Buts no Kikori. That's. 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 That's.
1: Short and sweep. That looks awesome. The fucking the
0: voiceovers for what 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 is that? Is that Japanese? Yeah. The voiceovers for Japanese movies get me so hyped. They're great because the guy sounds so excited. I know. Um, <laughs> that kind of it's it's got sort of the same not not at all the same feel really as, as the last one as um uh, no what the hell hu- uh, I saw the devil. Oh yeah because I saw the devil was like it was about I think it was actually like a a, a dad who was yes, a, who was. was a cop yep versus a serial killer yep and it was very brutal and the fight scenes were just incredible and it mm-hmm. was uh, like relentless um it's got sort of that same kind of vibe it's a but in this one it's not a dad who's a cop against the serial killer it's yeah. a psychopath versus a serial killer yeah which sounds but, like well, it, well. Which well, sounds like it could be a lot of the fun. The serial
1: killer or the psychopath though is a lawyer as well. Cy- so it sounds. So it sounds like he just kills his.
0: <laughs> but, you, but but you repeat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, all lawyers so are psychopaths.
1: Takashi Miike though, I mean, he's famous for Itchy the Killer audition. Like yeah. like he is he is a a Japanese just gorehound. Mm. Like every one of his movies are just brutal and bloody and gory and everything else. Yeah. This doesn't. This doesn't. This does not. Bleh. Doesn't look like he's lost a step. No, honestly. So we should do a Takashi Taka- uh, uh director
0: spotlight. I agree because I'm not I overly
1: I'm not overly familiar with his work.
0: I think the but only we should I think I've only seen uh, Ichi, the Killer.
1: I've seen Ichi, the Killer. Yeah, that, that's pretty much. I think that's the only one I've, I've seen. Have, have I seen there was an American remake of Audition, right? I think. I uh, wanna say there was. Or was that a different audition movie?
0: Um there was that there was that shit band from Chicago with uh with Danny Stevens. Danny Stevens. Come on. <laughs> Did you like them? Uh, they had no, a, they had one good song.
1: Dude, dude, I I not to not to toot my own horn here, but my my very first band played a show that was integral to Danny Stevens leaving uh uh based on a true story to go join the audition why oh yeah why we played at (laughs) cappuccinos
0: oh wow dude
1: gross point
0: in oh literally
1: right down the street from where i work now which is ironic but um we played we played a show with cappuccinos and it was one of i think it might have been wow
0: was cappuccinos in gross point yeah yeah yeah, it's funny like i've I've played i played a bunch of shows there and i never knew it was in gross point because it was back when i didn't know this area yeah weird um, um,
1: but yeah, so so the show was when he was being courted to leave, and everybody was pissed because based on true story it was one of the bigger local bands. Yeah, and, and no one wanted him to leave. And and in the parking lot after the show, like they like he he said that he wasn't going to leave and this and that. And he threw like, from my, my understanding, he threw like, he threw the CD on the ground and like oh, stomped man. on it. Blah, blah blah. And then like a week later, he was in Chicago. <laughs> At least that's, that's the story that I always got, but oh, yeah. Oh, it's classic. Yep. Fun times. Fun times.
0: Yeah, um, anyway, though, all right. Last trailer here, James. Um, yeah. What? Hold on. We're about to get...
1: Ah, oh, Got it.
0: <laughs> you need to spread those out more. <laughs> I do.
1: I, I have the drops kind of put into our timeline now, so that I don't have to keep putting them in physically, and I just forget about them all the time, and then we get the shock of our lives. All right. The last uh, trailer for this week, I promised 100% sex. This is the movie called "Sympathy for the Devil," starring Nicolas Cage. Oh, hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Apparently, at his most cageyest, he plays the devil. Just look at that face,
0: <laughs> dude. I love it. Into it, so uh, so, he, so he went from playing fucking uh, Dracula to the devil to the devil. Career
1: resurgence? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean we've we've already known we knew that he was on a career resurgence. <laughs> well, sure, sure. Anyway, but uh, yeah. this is
1: sympathy for the devil.
2: People always say, "Don't assume the worst." You excited? Yeah. Is it a boy or girl? We don't know. Sometimes the worst is exactly what you should assume. hell, wouldn't you agree? Up the phone, James. What, what? What are
1: you ghosting me? What are you, Dr. Ross, my psychiatrist? <laughs> he um he reminds me of John Turturro a lot in this. Like I feel like John Turturro actually could have played that amazingly. Really? I think so. No, not be wrong. Nicholas Cage, absolutely the right choice. But he's just got like a John Turturro thing going on.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah,
1: it's all the same. Uh, uh, that looks amazing, though. Yeah, it looks fun. It's like, fucking Rage Cage. I mean, it, what <laughs>
0: what more do you need in life than Rage Cage? Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like this. I like this. This. This restriding of his career and like in horror, it's just it's so it's good. exactly where he belongs. Yeah, you it, know it is. What I mean?
1: Especially this part in his career, he did all the fun st- or the or the the serious stuff and the dramatic stuff early in his career. Have fun now. He also hasn't aged in the last ten years no well he is dracula yeah well yeah so that makes sense yeah but um yeah Um, that looks amazing he's it's basically like what was that movie with uh jamie excuse me jamie fox and um uh tom Cruise, collateral yeah it reminds you of collateral where it's just a guy telling another guy to drive around and do a bunch of stuff (laughs) it's the it's collateral only nick cage is the tom Cruise role and he's the devil
0: do you think what he's actually the devil? I do. Yeah. Do you?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I I I don't think that's that tongue in cheek. I think sure. <laughs> I yeah. Think he's just the devil. Yeah. I like, uh,
0: the, I like that he's wearing the same jacket that he was wearing in in Renfield. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's very similar. It's essentially the same. It's jacket. very similar. Um, three halfway decent to good trailers this week. Yeah. Yeah. Those all those all look really good. Finally,
0: because uh, the I mean, last couple really weeks good, have
1: been a little a uh, little iffy yeah, in the trailer a little department. More
0: shaky. But uh, anyway, James. That was Trailer Trash. We watched some trailers. We are sufficiently trashed. Now it's time to get into the Bleed Feed. The Bleed
1: Feed. All right, James. uh, Another week. Another, you know, not-so-crazy-filled news session. You know? Oh, some good. Good, there's some good news, just not a not a ton of it. Well then
0: bore me, Daddy. We are going
1: to start off with um what movie has a eight movie deep roster that doesn't need to be re envisioned again?
0: Nightmare on Elm Street?
1: Nope. Answer is leprechaun. leprechaun. Guess what? It's happening. <laughs> okay. Um there is a new leprechaun in the works. Uh director. Felipe Vargas, uh, who did a movie called Milk Teeth, apparently. Never heard. Never heard of it.
0: Uh, That's what they they called me in high school. (laughs) Milk Teeth. Hey, Milk Teeth. Hey, old Milk Teeth. (laughs)
1: Um, Apparently, uh, Felipe is uh, in charge of directing duties of the new Leprechaun movie. They're re-envisioning the entire franchise again after Leprechaun Returns, which was a (laughs) requel to the original first movie. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. Don't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of where I'm at, yeah. I Warwick Davis is not expected. That didn't work out very well. Well, actually, that worked out well last time, but still.
0: Oh, with... Uh, the new guy. Yeah, what the hell is his name? I don't know. Not with the origins. No, 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 no. That was with, terrible. With Hornswoggle. With Hornswoggle, as, yeah. I don't even know I can't what think of he his played, real name, but yeah. Yeah.
1: I can't think of the other guy's name either, but uh yeah, apparently that's a thing that's happening. So if you like Leprechaun, just watch the old ones. Um, speaking of uh old movies made new, uh a little bit of update on the new Ghostbusters movie in the form of a new logo that the official uh movie socials have put out. And it's interesting because it's the classic Ghostbusters logo mm-hmm. covered in ice. Oh. So we're getting at least it's it would it would appear. Either one of three things. A winter-based Ghostbusters movie, mm-hmm. a holiday themed Ghostbusters movie, uh-huh. which I'm not
0: I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Which both of those first you have two a, options. Or can...
1: you have a ghost that somehow has like freezing powers or something. That seems a little bit more far-fetched, but it's Ghostbusters, so nothing's far fetched. There's Where... a river of slime under New York. Okay, come on. Where did you see that? It ghost... rained cats and dogs.
0: Ghostbusters. Uh, um, what's it called what's it called
1: uh it's the, the there is no name for it yet it's oh. just
0: the ghostbusters afterlife uh, sequel ghostbusters new poster let's see. Boop, there it is oh i see
1: so yeah it's just uh it's frozen frozen in motion hmm so maybe, maybe they're saying that time froze maybe that's oh. ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe this has nothing to do with ice and they're frozen in time, frozen in time. maybe that's what it is I don't know. I'm into it. I don't care what it is. It's going to be good. I'm yeah. going to love it. So yeah. Anyway, um, let's see here. John Carpenter, you like video games, right? I do. John Carpenter likes John video Carpenter games. John Carpenter loves video games. Uh, he executively, I'm assuming he executively produced a video game called John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. Looks fucking awesome, cool. actually. yeah. <laughs> it looks really, really cool. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, not going to watch the trailer here because we already did. Uh, but it's got a full-on cinematic trailer if you're interested in watching that. Uh, it looks like a cross between like Call of Duty, um, Dead Rising, uh, uh, what uh, what was the game that we... Um, 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 the Suffering back oh, in the day. Yeah. Like, oh, It's got crazy creatures. It's a first-person so shooter. Just, there's zombies yeah, everywhere. Like a, it looks sh- awesome. Just
0: to shoot them up with monsters. Yeah. and Yeah. Hey, man, I'm I into don't, that.
1: I don't think that it's anything special, but it looks awesome now, and fun. So.
0: Now did John do the soundtrack for it <laughs> oh, no that would be awesome I don't know I mean why wouldn't he right? they, if,
1: if he did they had not released it that would be awesome oh, if he did man, but, that would be cool yeah Yeah. Uh, let's see here moving on speaking of franchisey things John Carpenter's a franchise in and of himself right
0: indeed he sure. is yeah.
1: uh, and speaking of video games if you're a big fan of the Friday the 13th video game uh, you only have until this December to play it as a fully backed game uh, let's um, what was what's the name of the company here? Um, I can't think of a weird name for a company. Uh Gun Interactive. That's what it is. I was trying to I was trying to find the name of the company that made the game. Sure. Uh Gun Interactive is losing their licensing on Friday the thirteenth, come December of this year, which means they are pulling it from the game store and you'll not be able to download it or buy it new ever again.
0: Why is everything surrounding Friday the 13th just an well, this absolute is, shit show? This
1: is sort of normal. It happens. The same thing happened with um, Ninja Turtles. Uh, when I had my Xbox 360, and I just played this the other night, actually, because I was hooking it up, uh, w- there's a company that redid Turtles in Time with mm-hmm. fully 3D graphics and the whole deal. Yeah. It was fantastic. A lot of people hated it. I thought it was great. It's called Turtles in Time Reshelled. Mm-hmm. can't find it anymore. You, you you literally cannot buy it. You cannot but find it. But once you
0: purchased it and downloaded it, then, then it's on your system. You own it, right? Yeah.
1: So I have my 360 with this game on it, but you cannot find it So anymore. if somebody
0: were to purchase and download Friday the 13th right now, sure, but they no, would not... But I don't know if the then, servers are going to be online. Oh, so there would be no multiplayer. There's
1: not going to be any more um, story uh, no uh, support more updates, or anything, no more, no more updates, yeah. no more nothing. Damn. So like I said, if you have the disc and you want to play I mean, the the single-player portion of it, you can probably play still. And the servers might be up for a while, too. I don't know about the servers. They hmm. didn't really say anything about that. Hmm. Um, but it does say here. Um, let's see here. What are there? What's their thing here? Um, the team has made the decision. Yada, yada, yada. Here it is. Uh, the time has come. Our license for Friday the 13th has loading uh friday 13th will expire on december 31st 2023 on that date friday the 13th the game will no longer be available for sale both physically and digitally the game will however continue to function through at least December thirty first, twenty twenty four. So there's your servers. Mm. So you have another year on them. Yeah. Uh, if you already own it, at this time we've made the decision to reduce the price to four ninety nine for the game, the base game, and ninety nine cents for each piece of DLC content. Uh, we will continue Whoa, to really? offer the title and content at that price up right until it is removed uh, on December thirty first of this year. So yeah, there you go. Shit. So you can buy it for five bucks, get all the DLC if you wanted it, and then for a buck a piece. And then the servers will be up for another year. Damn. So I, oh, might, I, might, pretty... I might buy it for yeah, Switch, I gonna actually. I going
0: to say scoop it up. That might be... Wait, do I already...
1: I, had, I already have it for Xbox. Yeah. But my Xbox is... I can is get it on
0: Switch? Fried. I think so, yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to scoop it up. Pretty sure. I cool. always forget you have a Switch. Yeah. We should play it, James. We should play Oh, my hey, God. We should okay. play.
1: Uh, hey, Jenna Ortega's hot. You want some news on her? <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Uh, Jenna Ortega is uh, preparing for Wednesday Season Two, which she is now an executive producer of. Of course, and she is promising.
0: She's got that Wednesday money,
1: right? And she is promising now a much more horror heavy season two.
0: Nice, just very exciting. I haven't watched season one yet.
1: Neither have I. I, I need to. I need to. But um, horror heavier Adams Family. I'm into it. Great. Sign me up. Uh, okay. Last bit of news here, James, and this is the most exciting news of the week. Beetlejuice 2 news.
0: Beetlejuice.
1: Beetlejuice. Oh, an all-Russian Beetlejuice movie. So (laughs) into it. I am the ghost with the most.
0: (laughs) Beetlejuice. I am Beetlejuice.
1: Beetlejuice. (laughs) Um, Michael Keaton is... uh,
0: Played by Alex Terrible. (laughs) Oh, my God. Beetlejuice. Oh, amazing.
1: Uh, Michael Keaton has been talking a whole bunch here, and he's talking about Beetlejuice 2 and filming it. And uh, what he's saying is most excellent about it. Uh, they're doing a fully old school approach to making Beetlejuice too, the same way they made the original Beetlejuice with That's all sweet. practical effects, all everything else. Cool. He goes on. He, got, he was saying that uh, we're doing it exactly like we did the first movie. There's literally a woman in the great waiting room for the afterlife, literally with fishing line. I want people to know this because I love it tugging on the tail of a cat to make it move (laughs) like that's how practical they're going i'm so into it he goes making stuff up making stuff happen improvising and riffing but literally handmade stuff like people creating things with their hands and building something he continues it's fucking great it's the most fun that i've had working on a movie and i can't tell you how long
0: that's cool that bodes well before you even got to the it's fucking great part i was gonna say it sounds like he's very excited oh yeah yeah
1: this is happening i feel like at the right time too yeah You know, I know they were talking about it like a decade ago. I don't think that would have been the right time for it. Right. So I am beyond excited about that. Uh, That sequel will be hitting theaters uh, as of now, September 6th of next year. So that'll be uh, a good one to talk about on Shape of Drunk to Come 50 this year. (laughs) So. Yeah, baby. That's uh, that's your news, James. Made it just under the hour mark. Look at oh, that! Oh, look at that! Look at that! Now
0: let's spend three hours talking about two movies who don't deserve to be talked about for three hours. Yes. Yes. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and when we get back, playing for Kipsies, baby, playing Poo Kipsies, playing Poo Patootie Pipsies, Tipsy Tipsy Poo Kipsy Poo Poo Stab. Yep. Yep. Yep, you took us into the. <laughs> took us out of this segment and into the next with professionalism, and I like you. Throughout this, we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
1: Well, we finally did it, James. A movie that we've been talking about probably since 2007 when it was announced.
2: More than likely. Maybe, maybe not
1: announced, but like when we first came aware of it around that time, yeah. and then you couldn't find it, and then it was gone for 10 years, and then it got leaked, and then it was on on demand, I think, for a spell, and then finally Scream Factory released it. Uh, this is a movie that has had a long gestation period from getting finished to released. That movie is The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Oh, uh, What?
0: I go through a long <laughs> gestation period every time I get finished and released. <laughs> uh, wait, really? Yeah, yes I do. Yeah? <laughs> oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah.
1: Um, let's see here. Uh, the Poughkeepsie Tapes, directed by John Eric Dowdle, who I actually didn't realize this did Quarantine. Devil yep. and as above, so below. Yep. Dude's got a bit of a pedigree. Yep. Who knew? Uh, this was his first, though. This was his first uh, major. I say major because this had studio backing from MGM, major. which is crazy oh, to me. Wow, did it really? Yeah, this was an MGM. Seems well, like an... at least MGM had the rights to it. Whether seems... they, whether they produced it from the get-go, I don't know. But they had the distribution
0: rights. It seems like an odd project for a major studio to get behind because it really does. this has such. It's got
1: no redeeming qualities. It's got studio.
0: It's got indie sensibilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's very, uh, yeah. That. It's very niche. (laughs) Yeah. It really is. Um,
1: in an abandoned house in Poughkeepsie, New York, murder investigators uncover hundreds of tapes showing decades of a serial killer's work. That's a pretty damn good description. Yeah. Good job, IMDb. Good job. We'll come back to you later. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so this this movie is presented in the in the form of like a Netflix murder true crime murder documentary. Yeah, it's basically what it is. Yeah, uh, way beforehand too, which I appreciate it because for dinner tonight we were literally watching on Netflix catching a killer uh, documentary about a cannibal because that's <laughs> dinner theater for me and my future wife.
0: <laughs> dinner theater. Um,
1: but yeah, it's done exactly like that. I, uh, I have a. I, hmm. I have a weird relationship with this movie.
0: Oh, you already have a relationship with it? I I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I I put a mask on it and I keep it locked up in my basement. (laughs) And no, uh, I I so I watched this movie in the best way possible. What's that? That's what I thought was going to be the best way possible, and that is on a like third generation videotape on VHS in my in my room. Mm. Um. I had no idea what this movie was. Wait, right,
0: this just just now.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I had no idea what this movie was. Yeah. I always knew that the the Poughkeepsie tapes was a movie about that it was found footage. I knew that it was about murders uh-huh. and that, that and then it's 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 the the VHS tapes of a murderer and his victims and yeah, all, like I knew that portion of it. I had absolutely I don't know about you. I had absolutely no idea that this was shot. As like a true crime documentary,
0: um, yeah. Neither did I really. I I went, uh,
1: and I think that I purposely kept it that way because I always had thought like when I finally watched this, I want to go in blind. I did so too. So I, like, I kind of stayed it away almost, from a lot. Of it,
0: it, it almost had like it almost had like uh like folklore status built up, a like bit. like legendary status built up because it really was <laughs> like it was weird. It uh it it was it was shot. It was made and then it just disappeared for years yep, and people talk, people talked about it mm-hmm. you know it was like one of those movies where people are like oh the Poughkeepsie tapes and then some people would claim to have seen it mm-hmm. you know and you never knew if they were serious or not well, and then
1: it found, and then it did leak cuz i got a copy of it on vhs probably 6 years ago
0: and you didn't watch it right I never away watched it
1: yeah crazy. i i had always meant to i just never did it got chris jordan gave it to me actually okay.
0: all right um and so yeah, like so I never I never looked up, I've never even seen a trailer for Neither it. Neither did I. The only thing I've ever seen for it ever was one little tiny snippet of the scene with uh which I think everybody knows this scene this scene, which is the uh in the foreground you see a girl with tape over her mouth and in the background you see some weird person in like a like a black skin suit. Yep. Yep. with a weird white mask crawling toward her yeah that's all I've ever seen of this movie that's I knew I okay. knew I knew no other information about this movie other than that okay and that's it so
1: did the movie live up to your expectations
0: well <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting what you a got. lot of what I got <laughs> like this movie's pretty fucking brutal uh and it is and pretty um, it's pretty disturbing, like if you if you can really like if you can separate yourself from the bad acting, because there's a lot of really bad acting. Yeah. If you can manage to separate yourself from the bad acting and kind of like really, uh, get sucked into the story of one particular girl and the killer, mm-hmm. if you can kind of, if you can do that. It becomes pretty disturbing.
1: It does. I I felt like it had I, I had a lot of highs and a lot of lows with this movie. Yeah. Like I, I my 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 through line is all over the map. Sure, like yeah. It really is. Um. The bad the bad acting is like you said. It's bad. It's it's not good. Yeah. You have to. Just, and you have the to unfortunate just get part about that is that if they're trying to pass this off as something that is real, it's very it's it's very difficult sometimes to continue to view it as real when it's so obviously like just wooden and poorly acted and everything else. But I think I found a workaround. Yeah. What's up? It had the same acting quality as the reenactments and the interviews of unsolved mysteries. So if you watch yeah. it in that light, right. As if this is a true story, but this is all reenactments for the sake of the documentary then it becomes palatable um, and you can
0: kind of get past it and actually there's this has been one of my complaints with dateline lately like within the past couple of years cuz Aaron and I have always really loved uh dateline with fuck what's his name Uh god what's that silver-haired fucking velvety voice bastard what's his name Aaron would kill me right now if I couldn't. Kirk Douglas. It's not Kirk Douglas, but <laughs> Dateline, Dateline NBC. They always do, you know, like murder mystery stories in this guy. Oh,
1: Chris Conley.
0: Is it Chris Conley? Chris Conley
1: from MTV News. Yes.
0: No. No. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Or it's... does he do Twenty Twenty now? Uh, he. I don't know what he does, but he it's does not, one it's, of those. It's not Chris Conley. Okay, though. It's, does... an old, it's an old man. Okay, he does um, do one of those though. Uh but I've noticed in the past couple years that. Several like there will be like some of the interviews feel really genuine, like the like, especially when they're talking to friends and family of the the victim. But then when you get to like the uh the investigators and stuff like that, it's very like you can you can tell it's you can tell that they had a script to sure, like, yeah, we want you to the emotions
1: that you're viewing are very obviously forced emotions,
0: so that. So, being that I've watched a lot of those in the past couple of years where I like I would turn to Aaron and I would be like, they're literally, yeah. you can tell that they're reading a script. Yeah. It's not that the information is wrong or anything like that. It's just that they wanted these people to convey a very specific point yeah. in the story. And so, they gave them what they want them to say. And, and, and watch- that's what this feels like. So, I was able to kind of separate myself from the bad acting yeah. and just think of it as like, oh, it's just like one of these fucking corny dateline nbc things
1: we we watch a lot of movies with bad acting so you so you would think that this wouldn't be that big of a deal the the issue though does come in that the the entire like purpose of this movie is to fool the viewer into thinking that this is a real thing right so when it doesn't do that it just kind of pulls on you a little bit like it's it it's hard to stay in the moment at times but then you get scenes of the vhs tapes like the the found tapes found footage and it can bring you right back in because some of those scenes are really 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 brutal. Yeah. But then there's also this weird tongue-in-cheekness about the entire movie. Like like it like it's playing with you a little bit. The mm. way that the the serial killer is like theatric and he's so over the top with his persona, right? He's is his, his persona goes from not really knowing what he's doing in the beginning, which we'll talk about that first uh uh-huh. that first kill. Um <laughs> but it goes from that to then like wearing a mask so that his face is never shown in the video to then taking on more of like a theatric persona in the videos to then like becoming that, like he's got this, this weird uh, evolution of his own character, but that, that character viewing him doing that through the lens of this found footage, it's so over the top sometimes that I, j- I couldn't help but laugh at it like it's it it like there's, there it goes from being creepy to then like psycho creepy to then just being psycho to then being like i can't take you seriously it's like full circle like yeah. i can't take this seriously yeah like like he, it's almost like it's too much and it's almost tongue in
0: cheek like him as a character not only in looks but even in like uh even in persona edges into like uh <sighs> Like Phantom of the Paradise, sort of.
1: <laughs> like, yes, well, the mask obviously yeah. aids in that, but yes, you're right.
0: But like, very, yeah, like very. He's he's almost speaking in like a, I don't know, not English, but like om- almost like old Victorian sort of. You know, like he's speaking very properly, which yeah. is very weird. <clears throat> the parts that were more chilling to me were, like, well, first of all, this scene was gnarly when he first kidnaps. Um uh, what was her name? Chris Cheryl uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Cheryl, Cheryl yeah. when she, he first...
1: Car- Carol is the the main the main girl they follow throughout the entire movie. Yeah.
0: When he first kidnaps her and then like it's she's
1: believable 100%. She's...
0: She fucking nailed it. Yeah, she's uh she's and she's the most chilling part of the entire movie.
1: Not 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 to diverge you real quick here, sure. but when I say that his character is so over the top it's even more so when justified next to her performance, which is so bone chilling and believable Yeah. that like his performance, even though he's supposed to be crazy and outlandish, it makes it, it makes the disconnect that much more because she's so good and he's so just out in cuckoo land.
0: I felt like it's it was weird. I it's felt like weird... it was really good. Like the, that first scene where he, um, he shows up at her house, like the night that her boyfriend comes over. Yeah, and she's at home alone, right? Uh, that whole that whole section of the the movie was like just so tense and chilling. Like he just he just sort of brazenly walks into the house.
1: Would you seriously not notice a guy with a big camcorder over his shoulders, though, creeping five feet from you on the couch, getting and you, and they were literally getting up and walking around in that room.
0: That's the part that that's the part that like that's one of the parts where I was like, oh, that's spooky because yes i think that i would notice there's no way you wouldn't notice him
1: no that's not true for how close he was he was like within feet of them while they're awake and talking there's 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 uh, i don't know
0: dude think about sometimes when they they were sleeping on the couch and they woke up like think about think about when you wake up out of a sleep and you're just sort of groggily like walking around your house i don't know
1: i don't know that 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 was a hard one for me that was a hard one for me
0: that i just i i felt like um i don't know one of these nights i think one of these nights i'm just gonna come and follow you around your house that's well and you might
1: you might get a baseball bat to your head that's fine it's not fine it's worth it
0: i'll 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 let kristen know i'm gonna do it um but i i no i think that i don't know because like look at the like look at the Look at the prank I was able to pull on you that one night with the the flashlight. Sure, like, but that's not like but that it's it's you like, can
1: like you can feel when somebody's in a room with you though. Like you can you can that clutch feel
0: she even says though, she says, I feel like I'm being followed or something like that. I feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah. At I don't a certain know. point, like you might just at a certain point you just sort of start to ignore that instinct, right? Because, he, because you feel it so much. Yeah. Because he had hundreds of hours of tape on this girl.
1: True.
0: I mean, and and probably a lot of that was leading up to him actually kidnapping her. It's true.
1: Her. That's true. I, fine. I'll, uh, I I will give you that. It, I, I thought that stretched the yeah, believability no, I, a little bit, but whatever.
0: I get it. I was I was more talking about like when he came into the bedroom and he was yeah. and then he hid in the closet yeah. and stuff. Threw that her, was all
1: through her clothes to kind of make it feel weird. Like yeah, he wanted to see how she'd react yeah. to it. Yeah, that was
0: all. That was all pretty believable, semi believable, and like pretty chilling. Um,
1: and come on, come on. You're gonna show in, the, in a documentary. You're gonna show brutal, like absolute brutality, but you're gonna cut out her and her towel a little you're bit. Come cut on. out
0: the sex. Come on, come on, on. Hey, come, come on.
1: on. <laughs>
0: um, but God, when he kidnaps her, first of all, he fucking he stomps the boyfriend. That wasn't head Cheryl.
1: That wasn't Cheryl, by the way. Whoa! I don't believe that was Cheryl. That was somebody else. Who? The, the girl in the bathroom that we're talking about where he snuck into her house. That was
0: 100% Cheryl. Was that
1: Cheryl? Yeah. Okay. She looked different. I thought she was a brunette in the beginning, but then she was a blonde at the end.
0: <sighs> she was, at the end, her hair almost looked red, but that was her. Okay. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. That fair was enough. the night that he kidnapped her because then her mom came home, who was the mom. Yeah. Okay. Who I'm was sorry. was present right. throughout You're right. the rest right. of the documentary. You're right. Um, there, there's
1: a lot of other girls that are infiltrated through the, or not filtrated rather through the story oh so.
0: God that's the scene that where you next see Cheryl and it's just like it's a dark room and you just you hear her voice but it sounds weird and deep yeah and you can't tell why it sounds weird and deep she's like hello oh hello, yeah yeah who was her and you're like what the fuck? why does she sound so weird because I I had the captions on it said Cheryl says hello who is it and I was like that's not Cheryl that sounds like a dude mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the lights come on and it's because she's like
1: in A nine inch nails video, yeah. God.
0: <laughs> she's in the like a Resident she, Evil. St-
1: she well, she's tied up in like a bondage, like
0: bondage rope, yeah. Basically. It's like hog tied, but like scorpion, though, st- yeah. Like the scorpion, like when people like head all the way back, feet practically touching the back of her head, like she's, yeah. And now, I mean, like it, no, it, uh, that was, and she was actually tied up like that. Oh, yeah, like the actress was tied up like that. Yeah. It looked fucking. I couldn't help. Horrible. I couldn't help but watch this and
1: laugh a little bit because I'm like, this is if if the Saw movies were real, mm-hmm. this is exactly the documentary. If the Saw movies uh, took place in the '90s and there was an actual like true crime documentary about John Kramer because they uh-huh. found his like tapes, this is exactly what it would be. <laughs> torch completely tortured victims completely brutal yeah him just talking to them like a crazy person (laughs) walking around in costumes like (laughs) that's exactly what it would be
0: um yeah that i that scene was that scene was gnarly that scene was
1: that scene was pretty brutal because that's where
0: he first started to break her so like you so up to this point every time he had uh interacted with somebody he he murders them sure um but this is the first person that he takes and doesn't murder them right away. And you're like, what the hell is he doing? But then he has her hog tied and stuff like that and says, what's your name? And she says, Cheryl. And he punches her like. The punches in this in movie the ribs, were dude. ridiculously believable. Her, the way she reacted to it, yeah. I was like, they actually punched that girl. They, they showed. it sounded like she got the wind knocked out of her. And you can't just. I mean, it's hard. No, to, it's I hard know. To fake I know that.
1: They showed her getting punched in shadow when, when she was getting kidnapped mm-hmm. as well. And I'm like, even though even in shadow, the punches looked real. Like they yeah. looked gnarly. Yeah. Like that that to me was one of the more brutal aspects of the movie. Yeah. Was just watching this this poor girl literally just get punched.
0: Yeah oh like yeah. like yeah.
1: that more so than the blood more so than anything else they show like those yeah well, those most, were the scenes because most were of were the, the other the stuff believable. was
0: most of the other stuff was outlandish like uh, I mean not not outlandish but like the one yeah. girl who woke up who had her husband's head implanted yeah. in her it, it, stomach yeah basically in her uterus like, or whatever that's yeah. like that's okay that's like something you've seen a Rob Zombie movie you know the,
1: the guy the guys so they they show that clip in in in, in the setting of an FBI agent training a bunch of like noobs
0: he was a profiler profiler yeah, yeah. and
1: he's like yeah i know
0: <laughs> i actually like that guy though i did
1: But it, he was his his but also like his acting was so bad
0: <laughs> were you a- no his it was terrible it was terrible were you able to translate the sign language before the oh guy- no
1: i i i don't sign so no
0: you don't know the alphabet and sign sign language
1: why would i know the alphabet and sign
0: language you didn't learn it in school what kind of school do you think I went to? I don't know. Not the school for the deaf. <laughs> I just it, learning 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 the ASL alphabet. That's not a never. normal thing. Nope. Oh well, I'm, I know. it. <laughs> I have never. Well, congratulations, James. <sighs> well, I'm just better than you, I suppose. That's, that's totally fair. Um. So anyway, moving along. So he yep. he <laughs> kidnaps uh Cheryl Dempsey. Yep. And he and she's the only one he keeps alive. And you see him breaking her oh, so like getting back to
2: what is your name?
0: <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't want her to say that her name is Cheryl, he wants her to say that her name is Slave. Yeah. And then you see, oh, she, he's making this girl into his not only like his physical slave, but also horribly mm-hmm. his sex slave. Yep. Um
2: Um
1: Slave for you. <sighs> That's
0: inappropriate. He <laughs> ends up keeping her as a slave for eight years. Something like that, yeah. While he continues to carry out other atrocious acts. On um, her and others. On her and others. At
1: one point in time where he basically, like, to discipline her, he makes her slit another girl's throat.
0: So he he makes her put on a mask that looks a lot oh, like God. it looks a lot like the doll mask from uh, the house's October built.
1: Yes, it does a little bit.
0: Right. Yep. Yep. He makes her put on this like it's almost it's like a, a gimp mask. It's it's a it's it's that mask and then like a, almost like a Bavarian barmaid dress that he makes her wear. Yeah. Um, and she becomes his slave, and it gets to the point where. And one of the one of the other like really chilling scenes to me is at one point in the movie, him and her are actually out at a restaurant, sitting, having dinner, and he gets up and goes to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and leaves her at the table by herself, and she doesn't do anything. Which part was this? It was it was a part where I don't know was just a, a part in the middle of the movie where she they go he takes her out to eat and they're sitting at a restaurant and he gets up and he goes to the bathroom and he leaves the camera aimed at her on the table and, and she she, doesn't... she sits there quietly yeah and so well, she, at this well, point she's completely broken like yeah. she she Do- is Stockholm syndrome yeah to the like max. she is his slave like at that she and and uh, like him getting up and going to the bathroom was a show of power because sure. like he's he knew that she wouldn't do anything. Well, like, look at her, not to fast that was, forward
1: to the end, but look at her at the end of the movie. Right.
0: That, was his, that was her opportunity. It was a golden opportunity for her to get up. She could have walked right over to the bar and said, hey, this guy's been holding me as a slave for the past sure. two years or whatever. Sure. And she didn't do anything because she was so... Uh, Conditioned, conditioned at yep. that point. Which that to me yeah, was no, one of the most gnarly scenes. Like yep. it's, it's innocuous. Like he doesn't kill anybody in that scene. Nothing really happens. Yep. But seeing her sitting there and not telling anybody around her in the restaurant that she's in trouble and she's in peril. That was like, oh so my he, god. That's so he
1: becomes it. known as the Water Street Butcher. Yeah, which is a pretty, pretty badass name. That's yeah, not bad. It's pretty, pretty good name <laughs> as far as uh, serial killer names goes. But um, you know, we we mentioned the very first victim, excuse me, the very first victim in the movie. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's going to start off with the brutal murder of a child.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I,
1: I was picturing you when this first started. I go, oh, James is going to love this. Well, and the girl, <laughs>
0: the girl was eight years old and she was, and I, 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 I go, this is why my kids don't go out in the, not to sound like a, like a crazy person. I, I obviously let my kids go out and play, But I don't, I don't let my kids go out and play without me knowing exactly where they are. You know what I mean. Well,
1: you're also a good father. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, a little crazy. But you're I don't know. It's
0: weird though. Like I feel like when I was my kids' ages, I was I was like out riding my bike all over town, Mm -hmm. right? But I also but I also grew up in Bad Axe, which has a. Well, I grew up
1: around here and I did the same thing. So that was just that was more of a sign of the times. Than it was than it was anything else. Is,
0: have things really changed? That I can never really tell. Have things changed that much, or do we just know more about it because of the news cycle? I think
1: that it's it's a combination of both. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, because uh, crazy shit like this has been around forever. Sure, it's not like it's new, but. Yeah. Um, that opening scene though is important because of the next scene that comes up where two girl scouts,
0: hence the beer this week. Well, that's not the next scene. Well, but it's I'm later just on saying, in the movie. Just yeah. saying
1: though, yeah, two girl scouts pop up at his door and I'm like, "Oh, oh my God, fuck." Like we know he's capable yeah. of killing kids already. Like he had we he know-
0: had already he had, he had already killed the young girl in the beginning and then and at one of one of the cops also said that he had a body buried in the backyard. Or three bodies: a mother, a father, and their ten-month-old baby. Yeah. So we knew that he was capable of killing children. Yeah. So then, then, then
1: the scene with the two Girl Scouts comes, and like I'm watching them, and he's like, "Why don't you come in?" I'm like, "No." Uh. 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 The one girl was smart. The other girl yeah. was like, "Okay." I was like,
0: like "I was oh, like, for fuck's sake!" It was daylight, and yeah. I was I was sitting there going you wouldn't dare not toward the, not toward the killer because I knew he would dare, but like the director. Yeah. I was like, you wouldn't dare show him killing two Girl Scouts in broad daylight. Well, and,
1: and, and it was kind of a genius way to do it because you know, he's capable of it. So you're expecting it. Yeah. Luckily he lets them go because that seems even more fucked up when, when you realize that the footrest that he had his feet up on was actually Cheryl, which is, which is, even more fucked up to think about these two little girls were just it, 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 yeah. crazy. Um, Oh my God. I know it's weird. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm watching this movie. And like I said, I had a lot of ups and downs of this movie, right? Like there's some scenes that really I'm watching it and I'm like super invested. And then other scenes I'm like completely taken out mm-hmm. of it or mm-hmm. things seem ridiculous or this and that. Like it was a very uneven movie for me in yeah. terms of tone. Um, but like halfway through the movie, I'm, I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what's the point of this movie? Like why, what is the story that they're trying to tell? What is the, what is the greater purpose of this movie existing? Even if just from a narrative standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like most movies you can look at and go, well, what if this happened to these people and this is a situation, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And this is the story. I want, I want to see how that would play out. I'm curious as to what that is for this movie. I understand there's the story of Cheryl. I understand that it's a, that it's it's a true crime. It's supposed to be a true crime thing or whatever. But like, I found myself thinking that this was just the writer or director, whoever's brainchild this was. It was their attempt to make something on the level of like Salo or a Serbian film or something like that. It's like they just had all these crazy fucked up ideas that they just wanted to put in a movie to push it as far as they could go. And on that level, I don't feel like any movie works just on those merits alone. Mm Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, being extreme just for the sake of being extreme is boring to me. Yeah. It's not interesting. Yeah. And I I found myself... thinking about that and struggling with that a little bit in this movie because it just kind of like as the movie goes on it gets more extreme more mm-hmm. extreme more extreme but there was no purpose behind it it was just to show more extreme graphic things or put more extreme extreme uh graphic ideas into the narrative I, and and i just
0: I, I just kind of felt like it was i agree to a certain i don't know i agree to a certain point but like If you think about a movie like uh, a Serbian film, which I've really only ever seen in bits and pieces. Uh I've never seen from front to back, but I've I've probably seen... Same, same. I've probably seen 70% of the movie. I've just never seen it in its entirety. Um... And I know that I know that a Serbian film has an underlying uh, social commentary. Social commentary yep. about the the uh, what is it? Yeah. It's like the film the film industry in Serbia yes. and like how yeah. how difficult it is to actually ha- like get a project done or something like that. Regardless of that, when you're when you're showing when you're showing really extreme content in narrative form. It makes uh, more sense. I, I was gonna say the opposite actually. Oh really? Okay. Like when you're saying when you're showing really extreme content in narrative form like a Serbian film or like the hostile movies and stuff like that, to me that's when you fall into the territory of we're just showing you we're just showing you extreme shit just to show you extreme shit. Yeah. But within the context of a true crime, we're showing it to you because a, we want to we want to tell you the story of these people, and B, we want you to be aware of what's going on that out real there. Real
1: monsters exist in the world.
0: Yeah, so yeah. like, so it's. I get it, that. It adds I, it adds a it adds another level of like necessity to showing the brutality.
1: I get that when it's real.
0: Yeah. Well, that, what's I mean, this the, is I guess supposed what's to. The,
1: but I guess the what's the underlying point of making a fake? true crime documentary like this to to my eye that narrative right was just an excuse for them to film and put on film just extremely gross grotesque things yeah it was just a vehicle for that <clears throat> the the content was not a vehicle for the true crime documentary you know what i'm saying yeah it's i don't know it just it just seems a little it, lopsided to me. I don't know. Like I feel I'm, like I I just feel like they could have done
0: It's weird though, like how more. like And what? I had a
1: and I had an idea of how they could have done that. Go ahead. The end of the, I I felt like at the end of the movie, right? They could have uh there there's one final post-credit scene at the end of the movie um that just shows uh uh what was it? It was it was what it was the girl on the tape, I think. Well, obviously the girl on the tape, but they should have what they should have done is shown the they could they they could have cued in shown on film maybe the director of the series or made made a point of who the director of the series was mm-hmm. and then it turns out that because they said that the cold the cases went cold for a number of years they suspect that he's still out there blah 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 but have the director of the film because they even say this guy's a filmmaker at the end of it have the director of the documentary about the wet street but not wet street water street butcher <laughs> the wet street butcher <laughs> uh have the director of the water street butcher true crime documentary be the actual water street butcher and it would have come completely full circle I just thought that would have been a cool twist ending All right, to I, something. It adds I, more narrative to it. I I I get why they wouldn't have done that in this. I I do. I just thought that could have been kind of a cool like I mean, that's fine. Like, he played them all like a fiddle.
0: That's fine. I don't know. I, I, think, I think that would have taken away from... I think that would have taken away from the chilling sort of feeling that you were supposed to get by the end of the... Like, at the end of the movie, it's it's a total letdown because uh, not only have they not actually caught this guy, he wanted them to find all of this evidence. True. Cheryl, who they found in a, essentially in a coffin but still alive, like a coffin that he would That keep was creepy.
1: In. That was weird.
0: Like, she obviously at the end of the movie has severe Stockholm Syndrome. Like, she's, uh, she's Utterly in love with this guy. She's in love Thinks with- Thinks
1: that he loves her even though she was massacred.
0: Yeah, and like that, that idea that when she was in the hospital none of her wounds would heal properly and they couldn't understand why she wasn't getting better and then it was it was that every time the doctors would leave the room Cheryl was actually torturing herself yeah. because she had lived the past 8 years of her life in such brutal torture and pain that she only knew a life of pain yeah and so like living a life without pain didn't feel right to her so when the doctors weren't around she was torturing herself and like re-breaking her bones and stuff like that like that was so yeah that was so fucked up sad super sad sad and like messed up and then she ends up she ends up yeah like she she gets in front of the camera oh and like the way she was so she had been trained to only ever do like her the, the the thing that she that he had trained her to say was uh uh, What the hell was it? Um, It was uh, Master, it, it pleases me to serve you or something like that. Yeah. You are my master. It pleases me to serve you. And so when they finally get her in front of a camera to interview her, every time they ask her a question like, well, oh, how does it feel to be home? And she just looks I, at the I, camera. I she says, what say. I, I, would, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. And w- well, what, what what was it like to see your parents? Was it nice? And she kind of smiles for a second. And she's like, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you want me to say. Mm-hmm. She's been living almost a decade of her life being told what she's allowed yeah. to say and what yep. she's like, Ugh, it fucking, it gets under your skin. Yep. And then, you, did you, go, go ahead. did you notice
1: too, cause you're talking about like the way that people react to things and oh, how but she was reacting.
0: So sorry, just to go back to like your idea of the ending though. I think I, I liked it even though it was horrible. I liked it being left open ended because.
1: Oh, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. This isn't
0: this isn't meant to have any sort of happy ending or anything. It's just this guy is still at large. We have no idea where he is, and that's just how we like. He's out there killing somewhere. So watch your back. Sure, (laughs) you know
1: it's how most true crime documentaries. Sure, quite frankly. What were you going to say? It's all mysteries or whatever. Did you notice? Did you get the feeling though? Because you're talking about the way that she was reacting to questions. Yeah did you get the feeling when you were watching that whenever they're talking to the experts in whatever field they were in or, or uh, uh, the people investigating <clears> the case, <throat> there was a lot of times, and this is where I was talking about the tongue-in-cheekness a little bit that I was kind of picking up, mm-hmm. they all, at one point or another, come off as though they're super impressed by this guy. Like, a little bit. Like, like there's there the one girl in the beginning where it's like, I think that he actually did this because he wanted to impress us that he could do this and this and that. And then the guy behind the camera goes, well, were you impressed? And she does one of these like kind of half takes where she goes, well, no, no. like, but, <laughs> but she kind of gives a weird cockeyed look at first. And then
0: there's the, maybe yeah. she's
1: not that good of an actress to do that. And I'm just picking it up. But I it, think it she felt like, I think, like, she yeah, was she
0: kind of was impressed. I think she was a shit actress actress she was like she was <laughs> she was really bad but i don't know you might be right because other... then there was like the profiler not the profiler but the one of the fbi investigators who he the guy he... that watched the tapes and so did it a lot too oh the guy who watched the tapes like he he was damaged by the whole thing but like he was almost could... excited about it though it was weird ah uh, yeah it was like
1: yeah This is what i'm saying like they all every person at one point in time or another Came off. Well, and then there, like they, like were super impressed and like fascinated by this guy.
0: Then there was the, uh, what the hell is it? It was Felton Lewis. I, there was the guy who kept talking about how we thought at first. He says because uh, murderers tend to be either disorganized or organized killers. You know, like they don't, they don't do both. You know, it's look either guy, it's either a disorganized did. killer who who they go out and they kill on a whim and they you know like they leave a mess behind, and uh, or there's an organized killer who plans everything out and they go out and they do it so that there's no evidence left behind. But this guy was like mixing up his kills to throw us off his scent. Guy Which, was
1: kind of a genius. Am he I, was.
0: Am I terrible? Like, is it, like, is my brain broken to where I'm thinking? Like, I've always thought like that. Oh, like, so if I, I really wanted to get away with stuff, I would never make it look like I had an mo. You know what I mean?
1: Tell me, tell me that you've never, you've never thought about where you would bury a body. If you of had course, it. yeah. Of course, I, I've thought about it in great detail.
0: I think that, and it's <laughs> not. It's not that I would ever do it, but I don't think you can be, a, like, a big horror fan and not really have these thoughts cross your mind. You know what no. I mean? No. Because you watch the movies and you go, oh, that was stupid. I can do Here's that Here's how I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Um, I, at the end of the day, though, I learned a couple things from this movie. A, uh, that you can just blame 9-11 for things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was... Yep. I was
1: like, he says this. He was well, my father would have been cleared,
0: but then 9-11 happened. I'm you like, know, I actually like, thought that really, was... Dude? Well, no, I thought that was actually kind of a sad part of the story. Like, uh, because the guy who they ended up arresting for these murders, who the actual killer had, like, kind of expertly set up. Yeah. And, like, he essentially... He essentially did. He
1: set up nine eleven. They he they even <laughs> to said bury the bury the story that
0: Felton Lewis guy said I or or was it the other guy Leonard's, uh, Leonard Leonard he says this is the first case of somebody being murdered by the government or or by the state which was. Set up by someone else,
1: basically on on behalf of the killer. You did your killing for me, like the this killer. Is one of my, victims.
0: yeah, the killer. Yeah, the killer could claim that as part of his body count. Yeah, even though he just like set up a situation where an innocent man would be put to death by the state. Like that's that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, and then the I mean it was kind of sad. Like the kid, the kid was like, he's like, we found out like the the day or three days after my father had been. Uh, executed, that he was actually completely innocent of all these crimes, and they were supposed to... They were set to... Because he was executed on September 9th, and they were supposed to put out this big story on September 12th, exonerating him and and telling the whole world that he was actually innocent, and he said, and then 9-11 happened. God and damn it, Osama! And it got pushed to page 12, <laughs> or page 6, and it's like... I, yeah, I mean like yeah, you can't really.
1: It's just funny. It's just funny how annoyed the son sounded like fucking 9/11 happened. Like like he blames like like he blames the newspapers for burying his story because a national tragedy happened.
0: But this I mean, it's it's a I weird get why it's he a thinks weird situation. It's, it's just funny. It's a weird situation though because up until up until that point, up until 9/11 happened, this was one of the biggest stories in sure. all America. Oh, a cop a cop went out and started killing a bunch of people and sure. he got put to death that's a big story and then when it c- comes time to actually tell the whole country that he's innocent this this other awful tragedy happens so it's like nobody wins you yeah. know
1: the um the other thing that i learned is that you can't trust goddamn mapquest
0: <laughs> mapquest is ruined for me but okay. wasn't it? But wasn't it MapQuest that ultimately led them to the house? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So why can't you trust MapQuest?
1: I can't go to any of my favorite killing spots anymore.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so you okay? I see. You can't trust MapQuest from the no, from the fair, side of the killer.
1: MapQuest works with the government. That's what I learned.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's all. God. A, it's all a big conspiracy. Goddamn MapQuest. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, well, uh, yeah that what, was, what's
1: your what, what are your overall thoughts though, that was about the, the
0: tapes um I, I it was it was an it was interesting it was an interesting watch to me um, will you
1: ever watch it again
0: like once i once i kind of like threw aside all of the bad acting and stuff and and just kind of really engrossed myself in the story i was pretty into it but i also i, I there were times where i was just like okay this is it's not. I'll say this. It's not a. F- it's not a fun movie to watch at all. No. Um. It's I not supposed I, to be. I wouldn't say it's entertaining at all. Uh. It's. It's more so just like it's there for. It's there to give you a good shock, and and which
1: which then brings me back to my point of what's really the point.
0: I mean, I'm not against a good shock movie. Sure, but. This one, yeah, like, I, this one I don't feel like I'd ever have, uh, uh, like, ever feel the need to yeah. watch again.
1: Like, I might I might put my money towards buying it only because I want to watch all of, like, the interviews and stuff that sure. come to, on the disc. But outside of that, like, this isn't going to be a movie I'm going to put on, like, Friday night, date night. Like, that's that's, I mean, then again, though... <laughs> cannibalism true crime is our dinner theater so maybe 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 we would but yeah. <laughs> my, you get what i'm saying though like it's yeah. it's really it's not yeah you know it's like, yeah, you, it watch, it's like you watch so you watch salo once and it's like oh you know what i want to watch on friday night that movie where the girl eats a plate of shit <laughs> yeah that sounds good like it's <laughs> you never do well like, you guys you never eat, do
0: you guys eat vegan every night so it's, it's essentially the same thing
1: i'll have you know what it's, it's it's not mm, okay, not the way I cook it, whatever
0: you say, about um, it. um no, but like, like yeah, you no. you get what I'm saying, though, like, yeah, it's, I, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not uh, I like having fun while I watch movies, sure and and that doesn't necessarily mean that a movie can't be brutal. I've watched plenty of brutal movies that were fun, sure, this wasn't one of them, yeah <laughs> this I, was this was brutal and just like going mostly unpleasant to watch,
1: yeah, going back to the way that I watched it on on tape, mm-hmm. My expectation going into it is that you put the movie in, and from start to finish, it literally is just home movie footage. Yeah. And you piece together a story based on what you're seeing. Lots of loose ends, you know, all that kind of stuff. So you were
0: expecting VHS, basically.
1: Even VHS (laughs) has has a narrative wraparound. Yeah. That wasn't what I was expecting. So I feel like being that it wasn't that... The purpose of watching it on VHS at this point is just like is okay. This was a taped off TV true crime. Well, series.
0: not to mention it's even the like the digital film is like what I like what I watched is meant to look like shitty quality VHS. Yeah. So to actually watch it on VHS, I can't imagine it was that watchable.
1: No, no, it was fine.
0: Was it? Yeah, it was fine.
1: Right. When you have top of the line VHS player (laughs) like me, I know. Top of the line, (laughs) baby.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Would I recommend it? Yeah, I would say check it out if you actually haven't seen it. But like, would I
1: put it on with your folks?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, nice. It's a good good family watch. Yeah, probably be like a good icebreaker if you need to tell your folks that you're a fucking I don't know serial killer or something. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Surprise. Yeah. Is it something I'm ever gonna watch again? Probably not fair no
1: all right uh moving on to our next movie which is dash cam from 2021 directed by rob savage who also did the other big covid movie host i didn't realize that he did both of these movies oh he just he put loves, out two covid movies he loves covid he movies. also directed the new stephen king boogeyman movie that just came out oh okay same guy oh. uh no okay okay <laughs> Come synopsis on. here. Two friends embark on a horror-fueled road trip and live stream the most terrifying night of their lives. That is the That's not. The worst synopsis. That's
0: not at all. That is
1: not at all what happens in this movie. <laughs> the two people first off hate each other. They're not on a road trip. <laughs>
0: Uh, at all? <laughs> oh, unless hold on, unless you're thinking of Angie and Angela as friends, maybe. <laughs> and then yeah, I suppose it's sort of a road it's a trip, buddy cop. Uh, <laughs> it's a
1: buddy cop movie. Um, okay, you have Annie Hardy. Uh, she's a musician. She's in some band that. I can never remember the name of, but uh, she uh, plays she, herself in this movie, essentially. What the hell is it called? Giant Queen or something like that? I think that's it, yeah. Or Junk Queen, Giant Junk, Giant Junk Queen. queen. Giant Drag. That's it.
0: Not, <laughs> I was thinking the drag, the queen, drag queen, giant I get drag, it. We're, giant association. Drag.
1: We're yeah. association. Giant Drag. I get it. Uh, Amar Chada Patel, who plays... Uh, Stretch. Stretch, which... <laughs>
0: what a name. Um, <laughs> what do you mean, what a name? Well, the reason behind his name. Well, I think that he, he. I think that she was bullshitting, right?
1: I don't know. I think that he lived a very different life before he oh, settled th- down with, him. With, I think she was. She was maybe the most truthful person in terms
0: of what she thought in this movie. Well, she was also. She was also kind of a, yeah. Well, here. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll, <laughs> Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Ahead, Good. Ahead. Um,
1: there's there's uh, Angela, who, uh, which we'll get to her later. She's this older uh, older black woman. She uh, is played by Angela. Lots of people with their actual names here. Mm-hmm. Actually, everyone in this movie goes by their real names. Now that I'm noticing. Uh. It. Well, except for
0: Stretch. Every, that's well, his real well name. that's a
1: nickname though. Stretch is a nickname.
0: That's his real name. No, I said that's it's his inf- real no. nickname in real life.
1: Well, no, I don't know about that. It's, just, it's a nickname in the movie. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna go right off the bat and say one thing about this.
0: Are you gonna Are you gonna spoil your feelings no, no, about no, no. it right off the bat? Well, okay. well, I mean,
1: not really. Well, we're gonna go into it, but okay. this is the episode of extremely uneven movies for me. Okay, lot, uneven in the sense of lots of ups and downs for me personally. Okay. Not not maybe the movie to every viewer, but to this viewer. Sure, very up and down. Yeah, I don't think that I have ever watched a movie with a more um. What's what's um? Spit it out. I don't think that I, I've I've watched a movie that had a more unlikable character than. <laughs> The nanny. <laughs> to the point to the point that it started doing the movie a disservice yeah, because I hated her
0: so much <laughs> like from the very beginning
1: and I hate and it wasn't even like it wasn't even her as an actress, it wasn't her as anything it was it was the character that was written for her yeah, was so unlikable yeah that it, it like stretched beyond the movie. And I started hating the movie, literally, because I was so annoyed by her. <laughs> but like I said, though, it went so far, though, as to it started actually doing a disservice to the movie. Sure. Like There was a point in the movie where that should have stopped, and then it didn't. Like, her, her antics, were, you know, should have stopped, and then they didn't. And then it just became ridiculous, unbelievable, and it pulls you out of what's going on in the movie.
0: I think any other time, I would agree with you.
1: You're never going to agree with me on this. No, listen.
0: I think (laughs) any other time because don't get me wrong. I I hated her, but I felt like her staying in that same zone the entire movie is exactly where it was supposed to be. Oh god, it's, like
1: I, I think that's a bad spot. But maybe it's where it was supposed to be. But, but it's a bad spot. But that's
0: that's the thing is in any other movie in any other movie that character would have had some sort of redemption arc and like broken broken the character that they were playing in the beginning of the movie and 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 they would have suddenly been like, "Oh, I'm not I'm a total" Jumping to- around here. "Oh, I'm not a total at" Are you? Listen to me. I just no, listen to your he, shit. Listen to me. At in any other movie in Hollywood, you would have this character who is wholly unlikable, and at some point in the movie, they would suddenly break character and be like, "Oh, I'm not this asshole. I'm no, 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 I'm no, no, not that, this piece of shit. I I don't like to freestyle about buttholes all the time." No, she and, had an unhealthy
1: obsession with buttholes.
0: <laughs> but the fact that she <laughs> she was like. She was the, she like, she was the quintessential like clout chaser, like the online clout chaser sure. that you see nowadays. Who they don't ever they don't ever break character, like they'll they'll literally be in a pair. Like look at the shit that happened with uh, fuck, who was it? It was one of the stupid curly hair blonde assholes on. Uh, like one of the YouTube streamers, fucking Twitch streamers. I don't streamers know were.
1: these streamers like you do, so
0: I don't really know who this is either. But there was a there was one of the one of the clout chasing assholes who went to that uh who went to the Aoki Gahara Forest, the Suicide Forest in Japan, and actually went out into the forest was with it one, one of the
1: Pauls. Was it Logan Paul or, or I don't know, I don't know. I think know. it was one of the Paul's. I feel like I feel like I heard about that. I don't Maybe know, but, that,
0: they, but they went out into the forest with their friends going, Oh, this is the suicide forest, and then actually came across a dead body. And it wasn't a setup, it was an actual a person who had committed suicide, and they continued to stream or vlog or whatever the fuck people do nowadays. And they were making jokes about it. Sure. There's no breaking character for these people because they're like them staying in the character that people know them as is their payday. Sure. And that's all they care I about. I agree.
1: But with the crazy shit, right, that was going on in this, those those kids going into the suicide forest, mm-hmm. their lives themselves though, never in danger. Sure. And, it, and that's a very big distinction between well, what was happening I mean, to Annie.
0: It's still a fucking movie. I get movie. that, but her,
1: but her being attacked, I'm jumping all over the place here, but her being attacked by whatever this fucking crazy mutant alien creature was that she was stuck with, right? Yeah, yeah. And then her running around this like tunnel screaming, shit in my mouth, cum in my asshole, fucking cocks in my face. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to tear my goddamn eyes out. I was so annoyed. But it was that you I don't I don't care. I no, don't care I don't, who you no, are. I know. In it that was, situation, you're not doing that. I don't was, care who you are.
0: It was annoying, but something about like, don't get me wrong. It was annoying. I also was in my head going, shut up. Yes. But there yes, was
1: that was the point, right? Is that what you're gonna say?
0: That was that was not only the point, but it was like there was something, it was it was this, it was this Persona that she had crafted that was so ingrained in her that like that's just who she was. Like, sure,
1: I get that. I I, I think though, or or maybe she
0: was, or maybe she was just like
1: from a non-narrative standpoint, though. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking about the narrative at this point anymore. I'm talking about the movie as a whole. As a viewer watching the movie, if you're writing a character that is, and like I said, maybe I'm part of the minority in this, and that's fine. <clears throat> but if you're writing a character. That is so incredibly annoying and unsatisfying to watch that it's making me dislike your movie. Then you're doing the movie itself a disservice. That's all I'm gonna say. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Because it really did. Again. Like um, it really, if it wasn't for all of the other parts in between her parts, which were amazing at the end of the movie. Yeah. I would have turned this movie off. Again, and I don't ever do that.
0: Again, I'm not like I'm not disagreeing with you. She was an unlikable person. She was. But I think that if she I think that if she would have broken character and suddenly been like compassionate and and nice, and... Oh, no, uh,
1: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying act like a real fucking human being where when your life is being threatened, you're legitimately scared. Well, here's... Every human being, no matter how big of an asshole you are, has a part of them that gets scared.
0: Nope, disagree. Well, yes, there's... there, But people... No, I agree that there is a... Everybody's got something within them that, like, a part of them that gets scared, but not everybody reacts to it in the same way. And I'll say this. I actually know people. I have been in how do I say this without giving away who it is I've been been in uh, situations where I've spent extended periods of time with somebody who even in the most sketchy situation they do not waver from the person that they are, the person that you know them as no matter how annoying it is shout out to Greg no, it's not that. It's not. <laughs> it's, not it's not. Greg. <laughs> and like, even when you're in a situation where you you may, you might even feel like you're in serious danger, <clears throat> serious peril, this person does not.
1: Well, I, I can
0: does I, not I feel uh, like to vacillate c- at all. Like they,
1: I feel like to a certain extent, even I can. I do that at times. Right, it's like your defense mechanism.
0: It's right? not, I but it's it's much much worse. And I'll tell you who it is after the show. That's fine. But it's much much worse than that. It's well, like it's like it, it's, I, it's not even so much that they won't drop what you consider their you know the act that is their personality. Yeah. It gets ramped up. And I've been in a situation where you're you're looking at this person just going, you need to just. Shut the fuck up! Well, you need to calm down. You need I'm to stop with being. That person, you need I mean, to stop being you right now, because like we're actually in serious danger. And I've been with this person, and I've been with them for an extended period of time, and it's just, I, I, I see, I, I see that personality reflected in this character. And I don't get me wrong, this character of Annie Hardy. Even though she's a real person in real life, but like she's she's playing a I suppose a different version of herself in this movie. She's that is a real that is a real person in real life. At least to me. That's fair. I know that person. And I know that no matter what, that part of their brain doesn't get turned off. And so I don't know. To me, as I was watching it, I was like, shut up. Shut up. Be okay, somebody okay. else, but it's possible that this person just never is somebody I else.
1: don't want this entire discussion to revolve around Annie. I think I've said my sure, piece yeah. on her. She was fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. I could not stand her character yeah. from the get-go, and it just got worse. Yeah. So my ups and downs of the movie squarely revolve around her. Yeah. Um. And like, like I said, in my opinion, <laughs> she was a disservice to the movie. <laughs> That being said, um, I, I and do And again, I'm
0: not wholeheartedly disagreeing with you. <laughs> this
1: movie started off with one of my favorite things in the entire world, which was male nudity. Hell yeah. The like fat guy on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um no, I, I I I I'm I okay. I tire a little bit of the COVID movies. I think it's like a, it's like a
0: weird subgenre that we have now. It's uh, and It's like they're It's not even that I'm tired of them. I never liked them, them, to them at begin all with. yeah no i agree i don't like I it's it's weird like it, it and i was thinking about this earlier tonight as like i never it's it, like a lot of the movies that we watch have have social commentary for the time period yeah that they were made in yeah were people annoyed with it no. when those movies were made i don't think so it's so on the nose with these movies. i think that's what it is yeah. like i like when you watch a movie that's about covid and we just went through it and like every you know like people talking about not wearing masks and people talking about government conspiracies and anti vaxing and people talk like whether it doesn't matter what side it's coming from the people who are hardcore about lockdowns and masking up and then yep. the people who are hardcore about not lock not locking down and not masking up it doesn't matter like they're both they both make for corny characters well my, my and, whole it, point and, with, and, it, and it and it just gets like it gets like
1: my know, whole thought on movies being tired. made during this time period is that the movies were the one escape that people had from dealing with it in real life mm-hmm. the last one that we wanted to see was that and was more of that in yep. the things that are supposed to be escapism.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like, right. Like, that's what killed me about it. Right. That being said, though, like um, I'm
0: not, I'm not super into any of the, like, the drama, like medical drama TV shows or anything on TV right now. But I can remember flipping the channels on and watching week to week different stories about, like, oh, this week it's about this having to do with COVID. And I would just be like, yeah. I don't give a shit, dude. Like, no, I'd, I, agree. I don't know. I agree. And it was just, so this movie this movie like they set up Annie as a character who's she's very uh anti all of the she's anti masks, she's anti vaccine, she's anti lockdowns. She's uh a maga person. Yeah. She's like she's <laughs> of, she's very right wing. What are you looking at? One of my notes. What what is it? What's it say? I can't see it. Which one? The highlighted one. This chick has a thing about buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> she does. She really does. <laughs> um, yeah, from the, very, from the very get-go, she's just a very unlikable person. Yeah. But she has a very popular uh, uh, it's live stream. Live stream. She,
1: she freestyle raps over beats while driving in her car. That's her whole shtick and which, she's not even good at it. Which the funny thing is is
0: I bet a person I bet I bet there's somebody out there who basically does that exact same thing and makes a shitload of money. Oh,
1: I mean, I mean it's it's not singing but Cash Cab, it's just a game show in a car. Dude, Cash Cab was awesome. Awesome. Though. <laughs> so I'm just saying that like Ben Bailey, Ben doing... Bailey
0: does not get his due as a as a as a uh, the doing game things, show host, the he was doing amazing. Doing things like
1: while driving in a car, though, sure, thing. yeah, it has been popular for a while. You'd cash cab. Uh, Seinfeld has his driving with comedians and cars, or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, like, comedians like, and cars getting yep, coffee, well, and then James car- Corden with the car- karaoke. karaoke. Yeah, so that's it's not a it's not an uncommon thing. Actually, carpool karaoke is practically the same thing as this.
0: And then of course there's uh, Bang Bus. Ba- bang Bus, <laughs> yep, the OG, if yeah, you will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, so
1: she so. Uh, so, Angie, the story, the story of the movie is that Angie... Annie. A, I'm sorry, Annie. Eh, too many A names in this movie. Uh, Annie lives in the United States. Literally, too. She is a, uh, a MAGA-loving... Republican, uh, anti-everything-to-do-with-COVID regulations. So she decides, ironically, to leave the United States and go to England, which is ironic because I'm pretty sure that Europe had even more crazy rules than I think than they US. had more stringent lockdowns. So that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so she goes over there, and she doesn't tell her old bandmate i'm guessing yeah that's what it sounds That she's like. coming and she has a key to his house and doesn't even know if it's gonna work or not she goes in walks into his bedroom while he's sleeping with his fiance spits in her hand I, smacks him in the face i
0: closed my eyes for that part i did i can't deal right. with i can't deal with people and spit and well,
1: uh it was worse coming from her let me tell you that yeah. um so <laughs> so basically she's an unwelcome guest yeah and uh she she knows that she is, and she ends up being the butt of an argument between Stretch and his fiance. Uh-huh. So she does the logical thing and steals Stretch's car. steals his car. Starts driving around London.
0: But Stretch is a uh, like a DoorDash um, DoorDash delivery driver, yep. and so she's like, "I'm still gonna I'm still gonna pick up your deliveries, and I'm not gonna put your job in jeopardy, asshole." While well, she's live streaming, so she goes to this place.
1: Well, I thought she was just hungry. She was gonna steal. The she food. was gonna steal the yeah. food.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, she. Yeah, that was yeah, all a no joke. Atten- she had no intention. She, she was or, gonna go yeah. and steal the food. But when she gets to this place, there's nobody there. But then, as she goes to leave, some strange woman comes out and says, "Oh, do you have a car?" And this is where the story begins. And this is where the story begins. And she comes and she tells her, and the whole time, so I'm like, there's I'm 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 like a mixed bag on on how i feel about the comments the live stream comments i read some of
1: them i didn't i I was trying to watch both well because i'm too
0: i'm i'm really i have a hard time like if if i know that there's people talking about stuff in the bottom left hand portion of the screen
1: you want to read that i have a
0: really hard time not paying attention to that so I was like I
1: rewound a lot in this movie.
0: I rewound a lot. I fi- I visited some of the links that people posted and oh. a lot of them are active. Interesting. Like I didn't, the, I did not do any of that. Like the people who when they like when she first gets attacked by the the woman in the the diner and there was a dude who posted screenshots and he says here's some screenshots of the of you know the attacker if you go to that site it actually Oh really? There's actually it Interesting. It, it pulls up Dropbox and then it says you've you've uh you've been shared uh some dropbox photos by such and such by Douglas so and so and then you have to accept it. Interesting. And then it shows you some uh some photos in your dropbox file huh. of this woman attacking her. And then, what was the other one that I there was another one that I I visited that was uh some random link that was that was active. I can't remember what it, exactly okay. what it was. Uh I love that I love it, that damn kind it. of stuff. But yeah, I love and, that kind and of stuff. And that's the kind of shit so I was like, I was like, what else is going on in the chat? Like, are they actually cause at one point somebody goes, Annie, stop, we figured it out. And I was like, fuck. I missed whatever they figured out. So then I was rewinding to find out what was happening in chat <laughs> to see if I could find out what they were talking about, and I could never find it.
1: I love how one of the names was yo, it's Ty West or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if that was, I don't know if that was like a shout out to the actual Ty West or maybe um, the filmmakers were just fans of his or what it was, yeah. but yeah, I thought that was funny.
0: Um Yeah, so, so that that was that was cool. Uh, it, it was, so she, I
1: I just want to talk about yeah, go the, ahead. Uh, Angela because she's the most important part of the story. Yeah. Um, she, when she's in the the place to pick up the food for the DoorDash, this lady comes out. Or whatever and she's like, if you're here and you have a car, would you be willing to drop somebody off at this address? Yeah, it's very important. And she and. And Angie agrees at first and she's following this woman back and they get to the back room and there's just this elderly African-American woman just in like, like lying down on a cot or something. And Angie immediately was like, oh, fuck this. I'm out. Like, I don't know what's going on here, which is, which is weird to begin with. But like, she's like, I'm out. I'm not going to help you anymore. She tries to leave. Well, she eventually gets coaxed into taking her because she got paid a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out that this elderly woman, Angela, is not what she seems. Now, do maybe I missed something? Do we ever get an explanation as to what's going on?
0: No. And okay. I, and I, I like, like that. I like that.
1: Do we get an explanation of where she was supposed to be taken to? I was thinking about that for the whole movie. Do we get this, an explanation? Yeah, this woman wanted Angie to take Angela to a specific address to people that can help her. Do we actually know where she was supposed to go? Yeah, the house that they
0: actually end up in.
1: That was that house.
0: Okay. Yeah, because because she picks up... That's why I was asking. She I picks up sh- a piece of mail and she goes, I'm, I guess this is my new house now. And she says, it's 214 Timberline... And then she rolls up her sleeve, and it's the same address that's okay. written on her okay. arm.
1: Okay, okay, I, I, I somehow missed that. I, I kind of thought that you was the You think that
0: they just suddenly ended up in a house with a death cult?
1: They, <laughs> I, the for, whole city could have been fucked up, I don't know, yeah. like, I, for all I know, but, like. Yeah, the that's I know we're jumping all over the place here. That scene though where it's just a room full of people and they all slip their that throat at once. I was like, holy fuck that was spooky. Especially that was like spooky she as
0: like fuck. she turns. There's a lot of so I said earlier this movie's pretty relentless. Yeah. With the fucking jump scares. But, but they all—they not all kind of work. They're not—they're not annoying. No, like, like there's the a lot super of super
1: janky, like super frenetic, like yeah. camera moving in all directions. It works. Yeah. In this particular movie, it really, really, yeah. really works.
0: This This movie is it is packed to the fucking gills with jump scares. Yeah. And I I was never really annoyed with a single one of them. I was annoyed toward the end where I'm like, okay you have your light on on your camera like somebody would see you you know
1: stupid little things like that dumb
0: stuff like that um but that that didn't bother me that much
1: um i'm reading my notes here and we're talking about the frenetic camera work and all that Uh and i have a note here i go this is just the live action uh well obviously live action but this is just a feature length version of the smack my bitch up music video (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and it kind of is <laughs> it's like the sci-fi version of it yeah it kind of is oh, um, there's, a, there's a part where Stretch picks up the camera and mm-hmm. I thought that was a bit much like why would Stretch care to pick up the camera I know, I know a lot of times the camera's facing down so maybe he doesn't even know it's running but it's like up enough to where it's intentional
0: the only, the only thing I could think is because the light was on it and maybe he didn't have a source of light
1: oh uh, that's a good point I didn't think about that that's a good point. That's that's okay. one of my okay. that's
0: one of my main go to reasons for a person carrying a camera in a found footage movie is not necessarily because they want to film what's going on, but because they have that's their only source of light. Yeah, you that's know? true. That's true. Like,
1: I could see. Okay, I I didn't think about cause it in really, those terms
0: because really there would be no other reason other than that for him to pick the camera up. Yeah, you know. Yep.
1: Um, the, uh, the monster though, that Angela turns out to be is, even though it's never explained what she is, I just assumed she was an alien. I don't know why I got alien out of it, but like the way that she was floating, the way that like the car got lifted up, like she had telekinesis or something like there yeah. was, and then, but then she turns out Angela, who was, like this 80 year old woman is actually only 16. Yeah. So something, something fucking. Hold on, hold on, weird hold and fucky on. is going hold on. Hold on, before
0: this exits my head, let me jump in. So think about the death cult, right? Yep. When, and when Annie turns toward these people who are all in the death cult, they're all wearing blue turtlenecks. Okay, is that right? Or I blue do, I blue shirts? I don't remember. For some reason, that's jumping into my head. I can't okay. really remember but think about think about the people the uh uh the uh the comet the do you remember oh, the
1: the Haley pale people the Halebop, yeah, people yeah yeah um
0: um they all f- they all thought that there was a ufo behind the comet that mm-hmm. was going to take them to paradise or whatever and that's why they killed themselves yeah. so this was probably like heaven's gate heaven's gate yeah this was probably that. It was probably you think, like. you think
1: that's what this was? Yeah. Like, well, so if you think it was, was an a-
0: if you think it, if you think Angela was an alien, did you not think that? I didn't really know what to think of it. I mean, it looked like an alien. I, it also flo- looked like the a, floating it, is what did it. It also looked like also, a giant sperm when she came out, and I, I think. Also,
1: thought the scene of her rising above the water when they when they're both in the car underwater, and then Angela rises above the water. Yeah. Like That looks like the Deadite and Evil Dead. Yeah. Oh my God, the type of gore that's in this. She's possessed. Jeez. Is this is this a found footage evil dead movie? Because it kind of plays like that a little bit.
0: But then <laughs> that might call into question whether or not deadites are actually aliens. Do <laughs> so, you get know what I'm saying? And though, like it does yeah. kind
1: of play itself off. Oh, in depth and a that was bit.
0: it. Also gave me like it also gave me like. Uh, I which is which is weird because it's not I know,
1: that. We and we know that by the way. We're not saying oh, that it yeah. is that it just plays like it.
0: It also gave me and and I know that this is uh weird because there's plenty of movies where people levitate, but for some reason it gave me like Burning Bright vibes when she rose out of the water. Uh uh Brightburn Brightburn.
1: The superhero movie? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay.
0: You know? Yep. yep. Like and that was Alien.
1: Technically, yeah.
0: Um, I it just there was something yeah. about seeing her rise out of the water. Not it, and it was it was like a it was like a superhero. Yeah. It was it didn't look like a ghost? Well, it didn't Angela look like a,
1: As a as a character, seemed like somebody that was very confused, like an alien that was in a human body, maybe aged that body like crazy because the human skin's not used to containing a sucking, soul like sucking that, sucking all
0: yeah. the nutrients out of the but body to Angela, stay alive. Angela because was like
1: a feral dog that was like just confused and aggressive and everything else. And that's what, and it that's what
0: I, like, toward the end of the movie when the creature came out, I was like, "Why does this?" Oh creature... my god, the
1: fucking thing-looking creature. Yeah, scary as shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I was like, I was like, Annie is like so easily able to evade this thing, well, which yeah. seemed how that, does she, how which seemed it? it seemed annoying at first, but then when I thought about it, think about how angie's angela's mom says that she's only 16 years old yeah so this thing has gotten into angela and it's aged her by like 60 years it's because this creature inside of her is using her as life force it's using it's like sucking all the life out of her so once my my once it no longer has a host once it no longer has a host, and it actually like Angela is dead, and the thing comes out, it's very weak. It's in a weakened state, and that's why but, that's why Annie is able to. But Annie run away from it. it and kill it.
1: But Annie restrains it before the monster comes out. There's a scene where the where Angela the the creature well, before she's a creature, um, is, is fucking up everything. Like, super crazy, super brutal, blood, guts, the whole deal. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of getting attacked, the camera almost, like, cuts, and then Angel- Angie suddenly has it, in, has it wrapped up in... smoking a cigarette. Which is wrapped up in a seatbelt, though. Yeah. But it goes from, like, attacking her to the seatbelt, and you don't even notice that it cuts. Like, how does she get it into a seatbelt? It's even before... It,
0: You you can see you can see her wrapping as the as the uh, as Angela is attacking her, Annie grabs the seatbelt and wraps it around her neck a couple times. Okay, and then she wraps it around her body. The
1: the frenetic, crazy,
0: and then the next thing, the next shot you see, there were a few like there were times where listen, there were no like real redeeming qualities to Annie as a character. Yeah, but. There were times where I found her pretty funny. Like, there there were times where she would say stuff that would make me chuckle. And that was like, that was one of those instances where she's, she, she fucking, she stabs the headrest through Angela's neck. And as she's doing it, she goes, Oh God, I'm sorry. And she's like, (laughs) like, That was funny. Like, or like, she, what, like, what does she do? She, like, she, uh, she, like, blows somebody's head off or something and you just hear her go, ew, gross! <laughs> but like, and then, so like, she wraps Angela up in the seatbelt and the camera cuts away for a second and then you just see her sitting in the passenger seat as the car's like dangling on the cliff or whatever yeah. it was before yeah. it landed in the water and she's just like smoking a cigarette like nothing's going on behind her. Yeah, You know? Yeah. There were times where I, I, Annie's I character was like slightly... The scene... Slightly likable, even though she was an awful character for the most part.
1: Agreed, agreed. The scene of them being underwater in the water. She's getting attacked by the alien while there's water pouring in from the windows, and she's struggling to get out of the car. Super effective. I thought that was a great Mm -hmm. scene. Super, super cool. Um, Yeah, I... I like this movie overall. I do. I do, too. I I thought that Annie was gone godly, incessantly (laughs) annoying. (laughs) That being said, there's there's so much more to the movie to like that it balances out enough to still keep it on the side of me thinking that I liked it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. So that's that that's where I'm at with this. It's it's a it's it, I don't know. I thought it was it was I thought it was was good. It was done well. Like I said, I I can't stand her. You know what I learned <laughs> though. You know what the most unbelievable part about this entire movie. Outside of the the creature, outside of her being a real human being, outside of anything. Throughout all of this, her fucking hat with a camera on it stays on the entire time. That is the most unbelievable... If I'm wearing a hat and somebody farts in my general direction, my hat is falling off my head. Oh, really? (laughs) I cannot imagine going through everything that she is going through and her hat stays on. Can't even imagine it.
0: Well, she loses it a few times, so that's my that's my no. She is
1: always wearing that damn hat. Always. Hmm. That's my big takeaway. That's the most unbelievable part of the entire movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just thinking about I don't know why that made me think because she when she runs out of the woods at one point in time <laughs> there's there's like part there's like certain aspects of this movie that are just like little comedic breaks and the part where they crash into the bride and groom, which is awful. Oh God. Yeah. Like the groom comes through the windshield and she's holding his hand as he's on fire. And she's just saying, it's okay. It's okay. as He's burning to death. And then she runs out into the woods to find Angela. And when she comes back, she finds the, the part where the fucking, the, um, uh, airbag went off scared the shit out oh, of me yeah yeah the bride's like dead leaned <laughs> up <Deliberate>, ag- <laughs> le- <laughs> leaned up against the dashboard and she's just like are you okay and then the fucking the 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 uh, airbag. airbag blows up and the bride gets thrown backwards and then she takes her she takes her sweatshirt off to be respectful and like cover this dead woman up but it's got a big a uh, circle with a cross going through it, with the word "liberal" in the middle. So it's just, I don't know. It, it was just, it's just so stupid and like, I don't know. There was so disrespectful. There was like a lot. Of, there was, there's a lot of people online on both sides complaining about this movie, which I just think is funny because it's like that's dumb because they're fictional characters. Exactly. You know, it's like there's there's people that were like up in arms about the fact that Annie lives at the end of the movie because she's a right-wing extremist like how dare you let her live and it's like hey man she's a fucking fictional character who gives yeah. a shit you know and it's like it's a dumb argument to make it, it really is and yep. it's like whether she's whether she's horribly unlikable or not whether she's like it None of none of the politics of this movie really matter at all. You know, it's like just enjoy what there is to enjoy, sure. hate what there is to hate, and you know, just fucking move on with your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Overall, though, I thought it was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, i I from a from a creature creature feature standpoint, I thought it was great. Yeah. So, uh,
0: thumb thumbs
1: one thumb up, one thumb down for me on this one for a different for very different reasons. Yeah.
0: I would but. say one thumb up and one at like I don't know, I don't know seven o'clock, Just a teeter, yeah, seven o'clock it's or so, yeah, um
1: all right james that's uh that's an episode <laughs> that's we it we
0: did it, we did it, all right, uh, if you wanna find us before next week, we don't know what we're doing next week. we'll figure it out, uh, maybe wanna... nothing, maybe we're done,
1: yeah, this is it,
0: maybe we're done. maybe Mike's getting married and he's moving on with his life, who knows maybe nobody knows maybe well he probably knows honestly but if you want to find us before then that's happening you can find us on instagram facebook and soundcloud at the buzzkill podcast
1: you can also find us on twitter at the buzzkill pc you can find us on all major streaming sites anywhere you love to find podcasts we're there
0: yeah baby hey um, if you want to read a book this week sometime hey yeah Go to audibletrial.com slash podcast and grab yourself a free Audible trial. Yeah, you can get anything you want. Anything you Lots want. Lots of true crime murder books. Free 30-day trial with a free book. Yeah. Courtesy of us. Yeah.
1: And it helps us. You're buying us a beer.
0: Yeah, you're buying us shit, whole case of beer. It's win-win. Yep.
1: You get smart thinkings, brain mm-hmm. knowledge. Yep. And uh, we get liquid courage to continue to do this podcast every week, even though... We do it in the stinging
0: defeat that nobody likes us. That is absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael, James, James, have a good night, James, bud. James, a Cheers. Come on, come on over touch, here. That's yeah. my tip. Oh, there. It All is. right, we'll see you next week. Adios. Bye.